This is Free Talk Live. You can take control of these airwaves. Just dial in toll-free. Bring up anything you'd like. At 1-800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line. 800-259-9231. You can join us on our website at freetalklive.com. And we give you the features there on the site completely free. So enjoy those on us. That's a rock and metal bed, isn't it? <laughs> it's awesome. I wonder if our board up is, is asleep. <laughs> 1-800-259-9231. So, yeah, you can bring up absolutely anything. And that's why we're here. It is Free Talk Live. Uh, kicking off another week of fun here. I can bring it down, but the problem is uh, it's not going to necessarily be brought down on the network side. Like, I can bring it down. But it's, it's going, going to keep rocking. Playing, like yes. going out of the but our listeners will be able to continue enjoying it. <laughs> it's going to keep rocking the radio stations. There we go. Oh. No, it's not I think that he thinks that we are not on. I don't think we're on. There may be a communications error here. There's uh, certainly that possibility. <laughs> Sometimes that happens. Usually when the music keeps playing, that means they aren't hearing me. He says he's not getting any audio. Yeah. He doesn't see you online. I love it when this happens. Can you hear me now? Who's saying the board up? Free Talk Live, 800-259-9231. We're going to do He's a radio us. show here as soon as uh, we get the chance. Good. Good to know. Let's pretend, we're, let's, let's pretend that uh, we're doing a radio show. All right. <laughs> so anyway, joining you tonight, it's Ian. And Dale. And Mark. And we've got lots to discuss here, but uh, we're going to put all that on hold because there's a special guest on the line here, somebody we've had in the, in the studio as a co-host a number of times. Ademo is with us from LibertyOnTour.com and CopBlock.org, fresh out of jail. Ademo, good evening. Hey, thanks for having me on, guys. Appreciate you taking the time. Wow. You troublemaker, you. <laughs> yeah, man. How dare you not carry government identification around on you at all times, day or night? Well, actually, I had government ID on me for some reason that day, and normally I really don't carry it on me, but I needed to purchase a pack of cigarettes that day. I'm a <laughs> smoker. And so I happened to have an ID on me, but I just chose not to give it to him. You know, I try to take a different approach with police officers in order for it to be educational and folks to see, you know, which ways work. And that day I just said, when the cop came out and said, do you have ID? I said, I don't talk to police. I went about chalking, and finished it by uh, sentence. And he said, give me your ID. And I said, I didn't say anything. And I just walked away. And that's when he grabbed my arm and said I was under arrest and I fell to the ground. It's absolutely just despicable what these people did on Saturday. For our listeners that are unaware, uh, we reported in detail on Saturday night what happened in Manchester, and it was just horrible uh, over the weekend where eight people, eight liberty activists, uh, were arrested for, well, being outside the police station. I mean, really, that's all that was happening. I mean, some people were chalking, uh, as though chalking is such a terrible a, thing. A demo. Well, it, it's it's a. I think a, it's it's certainly. I think a misdemeanor or, or a violation. It's a violent. It's it, it's against. It's their, a ticketable offense in Manchester. Okay, specifically, it, and this yeah. is where it was. But my question yeah, is, a demo. Did anybody get charged with chalking? Uh, no, they call that criminal mischief. Actually, yeah. So they, so they made uh, crap up. Charged with criminal mischief. Yeah, uh, you see, they have a they have a charge, but they didn't like the charge. They want to give they want to be able to lock people up, and this isn't a lockable upable offense. So they just make stuff up, and this is the problem. Uh, you know, cops just make the law up as they go. That's right, and they usually get away with it. Now, uh, Demo, you are uh, from CopBlock.org as well as Liberty on Tour, but Liberty on Tour, 
uh, is you and Pete and Bo, uh, you're all tra- traveling around New Hampshire. You previously traveled around the country a few times, uh, t- you know, meeting up with liberty-oriented folks and doing activism. And now you're focusing your efforts here uh, in New Hampshire. And some people will make the mistake of calling this the Free State because the Free State Project has uh, chosen New Hampshire. And that's the reason we're all here. We all moved here as part of the Free State Project. Uh, but it certainly isn't the Free State yet. Not even close. There's a lot of work to do, isn't there? Exactly. Uh, I was actually, when I was in jail, had a conversation on the uh, hour, hour and 15 minutes that I was allowed out during my stay in jail. And uh, one of the guys, the jailer, was a military man, former, and a baseball game had started, and they sang the na- national anthem. And he was like, home of the free, or home of the free, or land of the free, home of the brave, whatever. And uh, mm-hmm. I was like, yeah, so much so that I'm in here for chalking. And it started quite an interesting conversation. I mean, he thought he was libertarian. But he's still about the war, so yeah. uh, still has some work to do. But yeah, exactly. Um, you know, people say we're the freest country in the world, but you can still go to jail for using chalk on public property. You or know? more specifically, that, was, it's a demonstrably untrue statement too. Was it? But more specifically, you really went to jail because you were non-cooperative, right? I mean, because how many people were out there that were chalking that didn't get arrested? Sure, but um, I, I mean, they were, they were fine with it for a while. They came, like a bunch of them came with paddy wagons. They kind of talked with us. I'm not sure how much of that footage got out, considering the police took well, several, I'm not even sure the number of people's cameras that were confiscated. I heard it was six or seven people, yeah. Exactly. Cell phones and, um, and video cameras. Right, so I think everybody who was chalking, because all those officers left, and then one officer, Sergeant Patty, um, came outside, and he just started arresting people who were chalking that he could see, and that was uh, Wes and myself. Mm. So everybody he could see, I guess, got arrested for that. And the funny thing is, you guys said how they made something up to charge me with the chalking is they arrested me, and they didn't know why. It took them four (laughs) hours. I sat in a jail cell in the police station for four hours for them to look up all the laws and collect criminal uh, mischief as one, which clearly defines their needing to be damaged. And I don't know how much damage chalk really causes, but it just shows how much they're pulling at strength. Chances are very, very good that they have no intention of actually, they'll just drop this charge on you. They want to punish you today by throwing you in jail. Right, and that that they've been successful at. And also they punished the activists, not just by uh, inconveniencing them, because most of of the activists were released, uh, and you weren't. I'd like to touch on why that is in a moment. But uh, beyond, beyond inconvenience, Inconveniencing them for the afternoon, they also inconvenienced them by removing their ability to communicate in many cases, by taking their cell phones, uh, by removing their video camera from their possession, which essentially, you know, if you use your video camera for a living, for instance, it's an, it's an integral tool for you, Ademo. It's part of what you do with Liberty on Tours, go around and record videos. So they've essentially taken away your tool that you use to do business. They're punishing you without a conviction. Exactly. Uh, we're down one camera and a point-and-click at the moment, not to mention uh, one of our members, Pete Ayer of LibertyOnTour.com, also had his cell phone taken. So, yes, they've limited our ability to connect and, and basically taken from our livelihood, which is creating these projects and running these websites, like you said, LibertyOnTour.com and CopBlock.org. Why is it that uh, you were in for the entire weekend when other activists were released Saturday night? Well, that's just it. Um, I was not cooperative, and I, I wasn't playing their game. Um, when I was arrested, and then when we got in, you know, uh, they were a little rough as always, and we, we they had to drag me over to the, the booking counter, and I did go along with that part and gave them my name and let them take my fingerprints and mm-hmm. stuff, and then I, I wasn't going to do bail or anything like that, so I was just kind of sitting. But then I heard other guys were getting released on summonses, so I thought I would get the same. But after meeting with the bail condition, commissioner, 
he said that due to my prior, my career criminal rap sheet, mind you, I don't have any crime that were that ever had a victim or was there harm involved uh, in another person or their property. But he said I'm a career criminal with a felony and no permanent address, considering my home is Marv, the uh, mobile authority resistance vehicle. <laughs> and uh, he found it quite. Uh, uh, funny that I didn't have a permanent address and asked me how I got mail and things, and I tried to remind him that it's 2011. There's this thing called email. <laughs> but any, <laughs> yeah, anyways, he said I was a flight risk and that I was since I was a career criminal, um, I needed to post $1,000 bail. Um, at which time I pretty much laughed at him, said I should make a phone call, and that's when I called to let other uh, activists know that uh, Kate Ager, who was also arrested, wanted to be bailed out and that her bail was $540. Mm-hmm. And at that point, when I was on the phone with Pete, I said. Yeah, the bail commissioner thinks he can demand a thousand dollars from me because I'm a felon. A felony I got ten years ago, mind you. Yeah. And um, I've already done my time and I paid my debt to society or whatever. So cold. But he decided to hold it over my head to extort money from me. Yeah. At which point I, I laughed on the phone, made a joke about it, and the bail commissioner said, "Well, I'll make it five thousand dollars." I said, "Make it ten thousand. I don't care. I'm not paying you." Yeah. I'm like, take me to jail. Like. Whatever. This is just ridiculous. So then this morning you went into uh, an arraignment, and uh, can you stick with us to tell more of the story? Absolutely. All right, more with a demo from LibertyOnTour.com. You can go there, and you can check out their videos. In fact, there's one posted about Saturday. I've been meaning to watch it. I just haven't had a chance yet. I haven't uh, had a chance to uh, see it. It's about 13 minutes long, and they always get some good footage, uh, so it's probably worth a stop by over at LibertyOnTour.com. We've got other footage over at FreeKeen.com. More coming up. You can take control. This is Free Talk Live. Are you moving to New Hampshire for the Free State Project? Maybe you are already here and need to find a place to call your own. Mark Warden, the Porcupine Realtor, will help you find the perfect property. Do you want a home with 50 acres of land? How about an income-producing building? Perhaps a cabin on a lake or a condo in an urban area? Invest in liberty and property. Contact Mark Warden, Porcupine Realtor. See his banner ad at freetalklive.com. Or visit porcupinerealtor.com. That's porcupinerealtor.com. This is Free Talk Live. You can dial in toll-free, bring up anything you want at 1-800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line. 800-259-9231. You can join us online at freetalklive.com. We've got a mobile site, so if you've got a smartphone, you can go get quick access to our live streams as well as the podcast. Go to m, as in mobile, dot freetalklive.com. That's m dot freetalklive.com. Are you looking for camping, hunting, or shooting gear? Maybe you want some camping gear to go to Porkfest. ManVentureOutpost.com carries knives, ammunition, scopes, binoculars, laser sights, tents, tactical flashlights, fish finders, and boating equipment. ManVentureOutpost.com, family-owned and members of the Better Business Bureau, so you can trust doing business with them. They've got uh, manufacturers, uh, all the major names, Crimson Trace, Furuno, K-Bar, Remington, Streamlight, Winchester, and more. Prices so low, some of them can't be advertised. Get an additional 5% off with coupon code FTL. Get it quick. Get it from manventureoutpost.com. All right. Once again, 800-259-9231. Maybe you've got a question for Ademo. He is one of the guys behind libertyontour.com. We've had him on the show a number of times in the past and likely will into the future because I think that uh, Ademo and Pete and now Bo, the third member, uh, the new third member of the crew, I think that uh, they're some of the best activists out there, hands down. I mean, as far as they're willing to get out there and they're willing to uh, to take a risk, 
uh, in order to achieve liberty in our lifetime. And that's something that I think is really uh, – I think that's something impressive is worth looking up to, worth uh, worth emulating. Of course, not everybody can take those uh, those same risks. Not everybody's in the same position uh, with as, you know, I guess, as much – uh, freedom or as few strings uh, tying them down. Ademo, you are uh, unique in, in that way in that uh, some people say to themselves, well, you know, I just feel like I can't do that. And that's okay, isn't it? It is. It's absolutely all right. I mean, I appreciate the kind words, Ian. It means a lot coming from you. But at the end of the day, we all play our role. I do have, you know, I don't have children. I'm not married. And I have a lot of things that aren't holding me down like some others. But the people that do have those, they make phone calls, they show support, they donate to our project, they buy our swag and other things. And, uh, you know, we all play a role, and it's all important, and it all gets us closer to a voluntary society. You know what I, I love, though, is when occasionally you will see somebody who's got a child come out and get their uh, their son or daughter involved in activism as well. So, for instance, you guys were chalking outside of the Manchester Police Department. I think it would be fun if we had enough sets of parents who were willing to uh, to take a little more risk, bring their uh, their kid out and have them chalk some hopscotch or, you know, draw some flowers uh, on yeah. the ground out in front of the Manchester Police Department. And, you know, just see what happens then. Maybe they, you think they'll come out and demand ID for, oh, wait, no, they can't do that because kids don't have ID yet, not in this country, at least at this time. I'm sure they're working on it. They have school IDs, I suppose, but uh, generally young people aren't expected to have a government identification card on them. Well, it's funny you say that, because we all went out to lunch, as it is customary after someone gets released from jail, and um, there was an individual that I don't believe he wants to be named right now, who is thinking about this, who does have younger children and is looking for other uh, uh, sympathetic folks in New Hampshire to do such at the Manchester Police Department. So we just might actually get to see that here in the near future. So I also agree, because that was one of the points I made today during my arraignment. I forgot the exact question the judge asked me, and it was probably before I made my plea because I asked for a motion to dismiss all the charges, and I said, really what I'm worried about here is the children. How many hundreds of children Mm. in New Hampshire you know, uh, use chalk on public property, i.e. a, a school, right. and, you know, when are they going to start being arrested? You know, we need to make this fight now. So just a little humor as I was using it in the court this, this uh, afternoon or early morning, whatever time it really was, but trying to make the point. What was the, uh, what was a robed man like or woman like this morning? How were you treated in the uh, the arraignment? Well, I, like I said, I initially the state listed off its charges. So again, there's talking about the damage I caused to the building and less than $100, and I was like, well, it's probably less than a dollar considering this would just be removed at the next rainfall. Mm-hmm. Um, but um, they went through it, and we said, how do you plea? And I said, well, I'd, I'd like all the uh, charges to be dropped due to the constitutional rights that I have that were violated, my right to free speech, my right to peacefully protest on public property, my right to or from cruel and unusual punishment, considering none of these charges, though the resistings can, it's kind of sketchy, I don't know, I haven't looked into them yet, might carry a year, but I highly doubt it would ever happen, um, uh, since I wouldn't face any jail time for these, and I've already done two days for this, and hadn't been arraigned or anything like that, so I asked for that motion prior to pleading, he asked the state if they object, they said yes, and he said okay. They didn't even give a reason hmm. on what their objection was for, and hopefully, <laughs> like you said, at LibertyOnTour.com, we'll have some video of this later, because Pete was filming in the audience. So okay. I then pled not guilty. Um, the district attorney then made his argument for why I needed to post $1,000 bail. Again, he tried to bring up that I had pending charges in Keene, New Hampshire, which was completely false, and I said that at the time, and even a few people in the audience did, because there was about 20 to 30 activists who came out for Wes and I's arraignment this morning, which was awesome. It's just great to have that support here in New New Hampshire. It's nothing like anywhere else. But um, 
he then made his argument uh, that he, he corrected himself on that charge, that that wasn't actually true, mm. to which some of the activists asked him if he was going to be charged with perjury. But he then, his only substantial, I guess, in their mind, reason why I had to pay $1,000 is that I'm a felon, again, without an address. Yeah. Um, the judge then asked me to make a statement. I said, I've never missed a court date. I find it hilarious that I was uh, arrested for chalking uh, such a peaceful act and that I have every intention to come back to my trial, and I don't think that I said I don't have the money, nor do I wish to pay it to this organization so he could make his decision, and he decided to let me out on a personal recognizance a signature bond, essentially. But if I don't show up to court on August 18th for my trial, I will be fined $1,000. And you mentioned Wes, who is uh, the other guy that's still in jail, and he's being held and actually transferred out here to the Keene area because if you don't show up to a trial, then they don't like that very much. And he had a situation where, mad. where he made kind of a mistake, I think, in judgment and uh, didn't show up for one of their arbitrary hearings or whatever that they uh, called him for. And they, uh, they, you know, they find you eventually if you stick around. Yeah, and, I was the one that posted bail for him. Yeah, so if you stick yeah. around, they, uh, they find you, and they found him, and so now he's in without bail. From what? Oh no, excuse me, there is a bail, but uh, as of yet, it has yeah, not been paid. Yeah, there is a bail. He can pay a thousand dollars. West does want to be let out, but you know, we do understand that some people, you know, might not. He has bailed before on bail, so um, there is a chipping going on. Uh, you can check out uh, my Facebook page or LibertyOnTour.com. And if people want to assist with that, that's awesome. And if they, if we do not reach the one thousand dollars, we will put it in his commissary because they really don't take care of you very well. And West, in my mind, is a good activist and now, also didn't deserve to be caged that day. Ademo, um, my understanding is I heard something about one hundred and forty dollars to raise. Is this for a bail bondsman? Um, I don't know what that number is. That's I know what it it's sounded like. One thousand forty dollars to uh, get him out because of the forty dollars to something, yeah. but one forty. Would be right if there was a bail bondsman because they normally do about ten percent, so that yeah. could be a correct number. I haven't seen that myself. So uh, I guess the the tour continues. LibertyOnTour dot com. What's next for you guys? Well, right now we're we're, we're behind schedule. We're supposed to be on the seacoast over there. And anybody who wants to know about the Free State Friendship Tour can go to LibertyOnTour dot com slash Free State Tour. And um, so we're going to hang out actually in Manchester one more night. We think it's possible the Manchester police will copy our footage and give us back our actual property tomorrow. So, like you said earlier, our cameras are a very important aspect to our tour. Yeah. So we're going to hang out here a little longer, try hey, to get that. Are you going gonna... to uh, Dave Ridley's protest? RidleyReport.com. He's protesting, apparently, at the city council meeting today, uh, tonight, with a gag in his mouth. I did not know that. I thought it was tomorrow, but if it's coming out tonight, we'll most likely be there. Oh, I apologize. Maybe it isn't tonight. Maybe it is tomorrow, but you may want to double-check that. Uh, but that sounds like it's going to be very interesting. Dave's going to be there at that city council meeting with a gag in, front, in, his, in his mouth, I guess, out by the entrance, so everybody coming in can see him, and he'll be standing there silently because they've gagged the media. They've stolen six or seven uh, video cameras from people. It's outrageous. Thanks, Adamo, for coming on tonight. Always appreciate it. Liberty on More coming up. Free Talk Live. Hi, I'm Mark Craighead, founder of Crossbreed Holsters. Are you looking for a concealed carry holster? Crossbreed Holsters is the home of the world-famous SuperTuck, the most comfortable concealed carry holster on the market today. Try one out and see how truly discreet and comfortable carrying concealed can be. And find out why we call it the ugliest holster you'll ever love. We are the standard others try to imitate. Get the original. Get your SuperTuck at CrossbreedHolsters.com. Again, that's CrossbreedHolsters.com. This is Free Talk Live. 
can dial in toll-free. Bring up whatever's on your mind, 800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line, 1-800-259-9231. And we are two weeks away from the very first broadcast live from the Porcupine Freedom Festival. Coming up in two weeks, the 20th through the 26th of this month, Porkfest.com is where you can go to get registered. We're going to be at the Porcupine Freedom Festival, and maybe you will too, because hundreds, maybe even over a thousand like-minded, liberty-oriented people will be attending the Porcupine Freedom Festival. I believe there are a solid 600-plus that are registered, from what I understand, somewhere thereabouts. I think it's more than that, yeah. And they're expecting a lot more because it's still not too late to get signed up. And also, people may just show up that weekend without they, they bothering always to register. Do. From what I understand, they get they get hundreds more. Right, because there's the paranoid right crowd that doesn't want to have their name on any list whatsoever. Sure. Not that there's, I'm not, not that there's anything wrong maybe, with that. I imagine there's probably a lot of libertarians that don't use credit cards and things. That's you know, That could so. be the case as well. Or PayPal. Yeah. So, there's various uh, ways to pay online. and Exactly. So go to Porkfest.com, get registered. You can do it for 30 bucks, but you can also save 20% if you use our discount code. Pork, excuse me, the discount code is FREETALKLIVE. All run together as one word, FREETALKLIVE, for 20% off the registration fee. And Porkfest has something for everyone that loves liberty. You can uh, get involved in family fun activities. There are going to be all kinds of you know adult uh, parties, uh, free keen karaoke, the soapbox idol, Humans versus zombies, some sort of a game that's being played. Some kind of hunter game. Yeah, I believe they're going to have a dunk tank as well, which should be a lot of fun. I don't know if I'm allowed to talk about it, uh, but I hear Jason Osborne's going to have something special for everybody that's a free talk live. Am I allowed to talk about yes, this? Yes, I've got a uh, copy for that. Okay, good. Uh, so apparently everybody who's a free talk live amplifier in attendance will get something special from Jason Osborne and SACL CAI. I don't know what that is. I have not been informed of this. However, it sounds good. I know... One year, Jason brought some really cool Porkfest mugs and gave out to just pretty much anybody, I think. And yeah. those were awesome. Yeah. I still have that. The intention cool was uh, supposed to be amplifiers, but they didn't quite work out. <laughs> yeah. That's cool stuff. Yeah, I'm looking for it. I'm going to be on the – I'll be on the two weeks from now show, presum- uh, probably. Excellent. So. Yeah, so we'll be getting up there the, the very start of it. It's uh, the 20th through the 26th. Go get registered. Porkfest.com. Ademo, uh, who we just spoke with from Liberty on Tour, he is going to be in attendance. Uh, Pete and Bo, the other guys from Liberty on Tour, a number of the Liberty personalities that you hear on this program, and all kinds of people you've never heard of uh, are going to be there as well. And that doesn't mean that they're not uh, any less interesting than uh, than anyone else. There's all kinds of folks in this movement, and they all have a story to tell and experiences, and it'll be a valuable time. I, you won't regret going to the Porcupine Freedom Festival. Whether you can make it up for the whole week, or maybe you can only make it for kind of a weekend excursion, uh, definitely mark your calendar. Go to porkfest.com. 800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line. Of course, you can bring up absolutely anything. Uh, other news over the uh, the weekend, we had the D.C. dance party go down, and it went very well. Uh, in contrast to the police state crackdown in Manchester, the D.C. dance party went pretty well. I don't believe anyone was actually arrested at the D.C. dance party, at least according to uh, Jason Talley from the Civil Disobedience Evolution Fund. Uh, there were no known arrests, and there were hundreds of people who had gathered at the Jefferson Memorial to dance. However, not everybody was in agreement that it was as successful as perhaps I might have thought that it was. 
I, I for one, think that just having hundreds of people show up to support civil disobedience and dozens of people actually engage in civil disobedience because over 50 people – Jason said it was like 40 or 50 people dancing, but I don't know. I looked at that video of the people dancing around the Jefferson Memorial and – 40 I, or 50 people uh, no. is a lot of people. That's lowballing it, it, that number. It looks, it, looks big, it looks bigger to me. It looked like 100 people to me. I would say that that is a lowball estimate. Did you see the video? I did. And do you I think saw it bits was, of it. Do I don't know. 40, I mean, it's it seems low, but uh, you know, I've I've never. It doesn't matter to me how many people show up, as long as it looks full. And it looked full. Absolutely, but as far as the actual dancers, the people that were going around the memorial itself, it's a fairly seems like a fairly large space in there, and it was just a constant flow of people. I don't think it even matters how many people go and dance because it's it matters how many supporters they have. The cops oh no, it matters con- how many people dance the, because the, the, the cops you, are concerned with sort of numbers and. They're they're not just counting dancers. It's definitely big enough, is what I would say. You know, like Ian said uh, earlier in a previous show, that having numbers helps. You know, in terms of how how likely you are to get harassed and how likely you are to get people are to get arrested. Right. Sure. And uh, I think they had enough. Yeah. So uh, here's one of the critics uh, who actually had something to say about this. It's our very own JJ, uh, who's on Thursday nights on this program. He says on his uh, Facebook post here, I commend the spirit of civil disobedience displayed at Thomas Jefferson's memorial today. I know it takes courage to confront the state and stand up for what you believe in. I do, however, take issue with calling it a victory and all the disillusionment around the perceived win. The facts state that the dance party was shut down and all people were cleared from the memorial. When a house party gets shut down by the cops, no one claims that that's a victory. When a concert is ended due to the police, um, due to police folks aren't running around in the streets and folks aren't running around in the streets and cheering about it. Just as well, the congr- all the congratulations going to law enforcement are only minimally deserved. They didn't arrest you, but they did force you out of the memorial. They deserve kudos for not beating anyone, but that's about it. Tyrants ought not to be honored, no matter how gentle their fists are. If they wanted to make a point, they would have stayed inside the memorial and gotten arrested. This seemed more like a glorified publicity stunt. My two cents. Well, you know, okay, so I I, I don't think that there's anything entirely wrong with what he said. Uh, so you're saying you don't... You, well, he's saying it's not a victory. Well, but I think that he, I think he's being harsh. Yeah. And here's the reason is I agree. the next time when they have one of these things, this, you know, they have another one. And the Are same they? amount of people, I don't know what okay. they're having. I'm sorry, I um, hadn't heard that. Yet. If they do that again, then this happens again. The cops are like, God. Really? I got to go out on dirty hippie patrol again and push people out of the uh, the Jefferson Memorial. I didn't get to kick anybody in the in the groin. I didn't get to do anything. You know, this there's there's no win here for the police. So when you have even I think it's there's a lot more of us. And so a war of attrition with them is something that we can afford if no one gets arrested. It's just a Saturday afternoon dancing. and A lot of people are up for that. If I think it, what it shows is kind of a peaceful standing of ground, and that's that's what they keep coming back. They keep dancing despite they're not letting the police discourage them from doing it. And it, and if anything, it looks like it's this, the discouragement is going the other way. That is a win. That is a win. The, you make know, them do it. You so, make them. You come out. Yeah. And that's what civil disobedience is about. You make the cops come out. You make them look like violent thugs, and they're pushing everybody out of there. They're, they're, you know, and you don't they have don't to get arrested. Exactly. You do not have to. I, have to I, I agree. You don't have to get arrested for it to be effective civil, civil disobedience. I think that um, sometimes you know you can just wear them down. You know, if, right. you, if you say if you don't let them discourage you from what it is, whatever it is, they're trying to make you stop doing until they finally just give in and say it's not worth it anymore. 
if you get enough numbers to do that. And, you know, if you have to stop right before they start arresting people, fine. Then come back later. You know, that's, I can, uh, there's, a, there's a tactic there that could be very effective. Okay, so if they don't come back, let's say this is the last dance party. They don't come back. They just say, all right, that's it. We've had it. We've, we've made our statement. It's over. Would it, would it then be as less of a victory? I think it looks more like a stalemate. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but, I think it'd be better if they come back. That's, I mean, that's I mean. the thing about civil disobedience is trying to get the crowds there, getting people motivated yeah. to be there. Because if you're just one guy who shows up, if, uh, if Eddie or uh, Adam Kokesh just show up on uh, Saturday and the two of them dance in front of the Jefferson Memorial, I don't think anybody's going to even pay attention to them. It, you know, it'll be, there will be no victory. They, they need to have more people out there mm-hmm. to the point that the cops just do nothing. So we've yet to hear what's actually going to to go down, whether there will be another dance party this coming weekend. I know that there was, I think Jason Talley from the Civil Disobedience Evolution Fund, he had gone down there uh, thanks to the supporters of the CD Evolution Fund. And I know that he's expected back in New Hampshire at some point this week. So there's... There's no word yet that I'm that I'm aware of as far as them actually going, continuing this. Uh, in which case, I I agree with you. I would like to see round four. There have been three rounds. There's been two, the one in 2008 that kicked it all off, and then the one uh, a week ago, or over a week ago, and then the one this past weekend, which was just incredibly successful. Uh, if they do one more and hold the rotunda for longer, which kind of brings me to a point I wanted to make. If this is a failure in some people's minds, if the the fact that the police forced them out, forced everybody out of the memorial, closed the memorial in the middle of the day, and that people went along with that, if that fact is uh, you know what you're relying on to say this was a failure, then would you be saying it was a success if they had come in, danced for 10 minutes, and left? Because they danced for a solid 15 minutes, at least, maybe 20, before the police started coming in and closing down the memorial. So how long do you have to hold the memorial with dancing before you can say, we've won, let's go home? 1-800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line. What are your thoughts? Liberty Maniacs is the largest online Liberty brand. Featured the most comprehensive selection of original posters, stickers, apparel, embroidered hats, and over 100 different products from around the world. From hilarious satire to hard-hitting artistic commentary, Liberty Maniacs is devoted to outfitting the Liberty movement with intelligent, eye-catching, and fashionable gear that expresses your personal dedication to Liberty. Best of all, Liberty Maniacs offers a no-hassle, money-back guarantee on all products. LibertyManiacs.com. Wear something worth saying. This is Free Talk Live. You can bring up anything you want. Just dial in toll-free and take control of the airwaves. 800-259-9231. The SACL-CAI toll-free line. 1-800-259-9231. You can join us on our website at freetalklive.com. We'll give you the features on the site there completely free, so enjoy those on us. Once again, freetalklive.com. Joining you this evening, it's Ian. And Dale. And Mark. Dale is here courtesy of his radio show, which is Prometheus Unchained. And you can download it over at flamingfreedom.com. Once again, that's flamingfreedom.com. And it's an LGBT-oriented, liberty-based talk program. Right. That'd be fair to say. And you guys have a lot of fun with that every week. So people should definitely check it out. Not safe for work. Flame. Well, sometimes, sometimes it gets a little bored, but it's, it's they do right. have Neil uh, in there as a co-host. I have, to for I have to rein him in sometimes. Yeah. Anytime Neil's around, you got to look out 
Um, but it's good stuff. So go to flamingfreedom.com. And I love that it's on Sunday mornings, right in time for church to get out. I think it's the perfect counter-programming to uh, what's typically on talk radio. You know, I never time. even thought of that. But the timing <laughs> is such that just, yeah, just as people are getting you out of church. usually are leaving uh, Quaker meeting to go. To so. go. I, I leave Quaker meeting, which is my church, effectively, mm-hmm. and then go straight to uh, doing a big gay <laughs> radio show so yeah i just envisioned uh you know some family getting in their car after church flipping on the radio and and tuning into uh to your program on our a handful of pirate radio slash community radio stations that carry it uh so anyway go to flamingfreedom.com for more of dale 800-259-9231 talking about some of the critics uh around what happened in dc this weekend not everybody viewed it as a success from my perspective it was absolutely a success i i didn't expect that many people to show up period. I was really blown away by how many folks came out and participated in this mass act of civil disobedience. I mean, civil disobedience to me is exciting when one person does it, when one person finds the courage to go and put their freedom on the line for the purpose of standing up for their beliefs and for the purpose, hopefully, of of increasing freedom for everybody in the long run. Uh, When somebody finds the courage to do that and exercises it, that to me is it's inspirational when a single individual does it. And it's people like the the individuals like uh, Lauren Canario or Gandhi or some of these other individuals in the past that have inspired a lot of folks. And uh, sometimes they were alone, sometimes they weren't. But when there's more than one person, it really starts to get exciting because then you've got a movement. Now you don't just have the lone, crazy, civilly disobedient person anymore. You've got a whole bunch of people, and it makes a difference when you've got numbers on your side. It changes the entire equation. The The whole situation is completely transformed, especially if you reach the number of people to where you can outnumber the police. That's really one of the more critical numbers to reach is, well, how many of them are there and how many of you are there? Well, if there's more than you, more of you than there are of them, you are in a real good position uh, at that point. And that's what happened this weekend is there were far more uh, people at the D.C. Memorial than there were the police. And the police didn't know what to do. They didn't know what to do. That's why it took them 15 or 20 minutes you know, to actually, I think, figure it out. Some people said that apparently they were setting up barricades, so maybe it took them that long to set up the barricades. But nonetheless, the people were allowed to, the people that attended and danced, were allowed to dance and without any kind of a crackdown for 15 or 20 minutes straight. And I believe that uh, Kokesh was saying, all right, well, let's do, do one more lap and then call it a day. And it was sometime thereafter that I started to notice on the video that the police were kind of uh, closing in. So at what point do you have to end your civil disobedience before you can call it a win? Do they have to sit there for all those who are critiquing them? Do they have to dance for four hours straight before they can say, okay, a, we finally a dance marathon right. at the Jefferson Memorial. Well, how long is it? For those that are critiquing them and saying this was a, a lose because eventually the police came in and forced everyone out and shut down the entire memorial, how long would they have had to have danced for you to feel like it was a success? Was it an yeah, hour? This is progress, and I can't call it anything but success. Absolutely right. So I just thought it was important to address uh, the critics out here. And, that, and J.J. wasn't the only critic, and maybe we can get him to expound on Thursday, but I didn't want to lose the freshness uh, of the event. There's also another, uh, I guess, uh, critique here from the Washington Post. Now, the Washington Post is going to go even further. 
Like JJ can JJ's from our perspective. He can acknowledge that this was a big event for a lot of people and this made a difference. And the the personal win, I think, is also something that needs to be acknowledged when each individual comes out and does civil disobedience. It's a success period. Whether or not the police crack down or how hard they crack down is not an issue. Anyone doing civil disobedience and non-cooperation is a success in my book because it's a personal win. But the Washington Post, of course, doesn't see it that way, and they don't understand our perspective on any of this. So here's what they had to say. Uh, one of their Again, it's editorial, so it's the entire board. This is the entire board, the opinion of the board of the Washington Post about the D.C. dance uh, party. Subtitled, dancing at an, or titled, Dancing at a National Memorial Isn't Civil Disobedience. Hmm. No, that's just not, it's just not civil disobedience. Hmm. Well, I mean... That kind of uh, caught me by surprise, considering that there was a man in a robe who ruled that uh, dancing in the park was prohibited. So, and, then, and just recently, just before that, a person was taken down, cuffed, and slammed into the ground over dancing right. at that memorial. So it seems to me like if you're doing something that's illegal and you're announcing it in advance... And that they've demonstrated they're going to enforce the illegality of it. Whether you're they enforce it, it or not. for a moral purpose, and it seems to me that they are. Yeah, whether they whether they enforce it or not is not the issue. The issue is it's claimed to be illegal, and so therefore they're doing it in public, and they're doing it. Uh, you know, they're announcing it in advance. They're promoting it. It's civil disobedience by those factors. It is civil disobedience to me. There's not even a question. But the, the post. Let's see what they have to say. There is another dance party at TJ's on Saturday. If it goes anything like previous ones, it will not be pretty, and that won't be the fault of the U.S. Park Police. The TJ in question is Thomas Jefferson and the parties to convene at the Jefferson Memorial. Anyone is free to polka on the steps of the memorial or the surrounding property, but dancing is forbidden inside the memorial. They go into uh, some history and they talk about Mary Oberwetter, who was arrested in 2008 when she and a number of friends, including our friend uh, Jason Talley from the Civil Disobedience Evolution Fund, came to the park at around midnight and silently danced inside the memorial. They uh, warned her that... That uh, she could be arrested, citing a regulation that bars picketing, speech-making, marching, holding vigils, or religious services, and all other like forms of conduct that has the effect, intent, or propensity to draw a crowd or onlookers. But I don't think, as my understanding of the situation, I'm, I could be mistaken, I wasn't there, but my understanding is she didn't continue to dance. She questioned them. She asked them questions. So she, she said, they, they, if, according to this, and I don't believe them, that, well, you could be arrested well, she didn't dance anymore. Maybe they why they arrest her? Maybe they were going to claim that she was trying to still draw a crowd by questioning them, like by you know creating a scene. You're making right. a scene, little lady. Right. This isn't about dancing. <laughs> Even though they this made is the about scene. disobeying some jackball who's got himself yeah. some little silly tin badge and believes that it has given him, uh, you know, reign supreme over some section of turf. She's just sued, a gang member. She sued the park police. Uh, Oberwetter was arrested for interfering with an agency function, which is uh, you know another way of saying that uh, you got in our way and we don't like it when you do anything to prevent us from doing whatever the hell we want to, like ask questions and, and be a pest. Uh, so we're going to arrest you for it. Obstructing government administration is what they call that up here. I've been charged with that before. What, what gets me is when they say anything that's likely to draw a crowd, but that's... That's the whole point of a, of speech in the first place. Like, like the, the what you they're saying speak. is your speech can't actually be effective. Right, well, you right. can't be interesting. If, if it's interesting, if it draws attention, if it gets people thinking, if it, yeah. you know makes people curious about what you're talking about, then th- those are all the things that you normally use to judge good speech. You know, effective speech, and and their law is basically saying it can't be effective. Yeah, well, they're as just, long as no one's paying any attention to you, it's fine. You can say what you want. Well. 
I don't know if very many people were paying attention to them dancing that night. It's, it's, it's whether or not they think someone right. would. So just you going and speaking before they even hear what you're saying, they're probably going to target you yeah. regardless of what it is you're saying. So clearly they're just saying you don't have a freedom of speech here, period. The First Amendment does not apply within the rotunda of the Thomas Jefferson Memorial or any other uh, monument in D.C. Watch them. They'll make a free speech zone like now, somewhere in a – They did like, outside like, of the yeah, rotunda. Yeah. Now, <laughs> I tend to understand where they're coming from when they say this because you couldn't have, say, a church service held in the uh, rotunda there um, in the, underneath the, uh, the, the Jefferson Memorial. I get that because, the go- because we have the problem of government property involved here. But that doesn't change – that this is civil disobedience. Whether no or not I understand the point that the judge made doesn't mean that this isn't civil dis- disobedience. On May 17th, of the, and then they go on to say that the court, uh, the appeals court for the D.C. Circuit sensibly rebuffed Ms. Oberwetter's claims, holding that the memorial had been created and maintained as a commemorative site. And the government was under no obligation to open it up as a stage for the roving dance troops of the world, even those celebrating Mrs. Jeff- or, excuse me, Mr. Jefferson. And that, by the way, was a quote. The roving dance troops of the world. Some, one of the judges wrote that, that part. Doing so would infringe on the ability, according to the Post, and rights of all visitors to enjoy the memorial in relative peace. But they shut down the memorial yeah. twice now. They impeded people's ability Every to time, enjoy the memorial. Every time. You know, like, these people would dance their dance and go home. Right. There was one video where the guards, again, they had police out with their, you know, their billy clubs and the, their, we're going to beat the crowd's helmets. And somebody with a video camera was standing there kind of on the front lines after everybody had been pushed out. And he said, so how long are you guys going to stand there? I mean, we've been here 15 minutes. You've had this thing closed for 15 minutes. How long are you going to close this thing? Of course, they had no answer. Hour 2 is coming up next. You can take control at 800-259-9231. People ask me, Tim, why did you start VerbalSurgery.com? Well, it's easy. I started making these podcasts to make you feel better right now. That's right. From the tops of the Himalayas. To the bottom of the deepest seas. That's right. These broadcasts go out to everywhere on the planet and most importantly, deep inside of your brain to make you feel better right now. And isn't that what it's all about? Verbalsurgery.com. Check it out today. This is Free Talk Live. We're launching into the second hour of the program, inviting you to take control of the airwaves and bring up anything at 1-800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line. It's 1-800-259-9231. Let me invite you again online, freetalklive.com. You will find that the features are free. Now, you can enjoy those features, including our webcam Just go to cam.freetalklive.com. You'll be able to watch and listen and interact because the chat room is built into the same page. You can interact with other Free Talk Live listeners in there, and you don't even have to be there during the show. It's open all the time. So you can go to, uh, once again, cam.freetalklive.com. And also, uh, coming up here, your thoughts on whatever you want. We are talking about the D.C. Dance Party the over the weekend in washington dc uh, hundreds of people gathered to engage in supporting and or actually doing civil disobedience dozens of people danced i would say closer to 100 some estimates said 40 or 50 uh there were at least 
several dozen people at this place uh, that were the Jefferson Memorial that were dancing in violation of a judge's edict that they shall not do such things that you shall not speechify that you shall not uh, you shall not sing you shall not dance you shall not do anything that might possibly draw no someone's tapping, eye no humming. Yeah. And so they went in there to do this civil disobedience. And the Washington Post called it out in advance. They said this is not civil disobedience. And they talk about the court case and and what happened there. And they go on here over at uh, WashingtonPost.com. The decision that the court made didn't sit well with a group of self-proclaimed libertarians who decided to defy the court on Memorial Day weekend. YouTube videos show Park Police Officer calmly, clearly, and repeatedly warning dancers to stop. Five individuals were arrested and handcuffed. Two were forcibly thrown to the ground after resisting, but appeared unhurt. The park police is investigating whether the officers used excessive force. (laughs) They body slammed Adam Kokesh. And as he said on his, I think it was his television show, Adam uh, versus the man dot com, that he learned how to fall when he was in the Marines, apparently, like in combat training. They taught him how to fall as safely as possible. That's probably one of the reasons why he didn't crack his head open on the whatever marble floor it is that they have there at uh, the Jefferson Memorial. I suspect that's exactly what it is. Uh, dancers, uh, according to the Washington Post, plan to reconvene, and they did uh, this past Saturday. And uh, the website claims, or the Facebook page claimed, quote, You don't have to risk arrest. You can dance on the steps outside in support or join us in civil disobedience in the memorial, unquote. So the post says, civil disobedience? To what end? No one was banned from dancing in the memorial because of race, ethnicity, religion, age, gender, sexual orientation, or citizenship status. So it has to be based on one of these things? (laughs) Yeah, right? The Washington Post says that civil disobedience must be, as long as tyranny is equal for all citizens... Then tyranny is fine. Well, I have news for you, Washington Post. It isn't equal for all citizens. Are you telling me that if Barack and Michelle Obama wanted to hold a little gala in the uh, the, the, the Jefferson Memorial here, that park police would do something about it? <laughs> that if, uh, you know, uh, the brass from the, the Pentagon wanted to come down and they wanted to, to cut a rug in the Washington or in the uh, Jefferson Memorial, that... The park police would do something about it. There's most definitely discrimination going on here. It's just discrimination that the Washington Post likes. It's discrimination of those on the inside versus those on the outside. Yeah. Of the masters and the serfs. Right. The idea that uh, one has to be discriminated against in order for it to be considered civil disobedience is absolutely insulting. Uh, But anyway, they go on here with uh, this. He says, and this is the whole editorial board's opinion, aggrandizing what amounts to a stunt Based on misinformed views of the First Amendment, cheapens the real and courageous achievements of those who advance the causes of civil rights by refusing to comply with immoral laws. The dancer's energy and presumably good intentions will be better channeled by addressing real injustices. See, as is typical with uh, many instances of civil disobedience, there's always somebody out there. And I said before this happened, I said this is for – to me, this is an ideal civil disobedience because it's an obvious crackdown on freedom of, uh, of speech and freedom of, uh, of expression. It's something that anybody can get, uh, can get involved in, and it seems so crystal clear to me, and I think a lot of people obviously agreed. That's why hundreds of people came out to support it. But nonetheless, no matter how many people support what it is that you do, there are always will be the haters who sit from the sidelines and they snipe anonymously 
in this case, they are completely anonymous because the editorial board is who signed this particular editorial. They snipe from uh, their anonymous computer screens and they say things like, well, uh, your disobedience just wasn't important. You align yourself with Gandhi and Rosa Parks. Who do you think you are? Gandhi never danced. Yeah. You know, come on. What do you got to do? Hey, Gandhi just wanted to have salt, you know, at one point, right? Hey, you can get your salt through the approved channels. You don't need to be going out there and going to the ocean for it. That salt belongs to those people. Whatever. I mean, there's always there. there were you know haters they had then. the critics then. You know they did. They, absolutely, there were haters then too. This is uh, this is legitimate civil disobedience. It fits all the criteria. The so, fact that the Washington Post does not understand that there are people in Washington that would get away with this, people, the lords in power would get away with it, and that these that their serfs are uprising. They don't like this civil disobedience. It doesn't make it illegitimate. So do you feel history will judge uh, well of this act? Just depends on you know, how meaningful Only it is Only if they follow it up. They need to follow it up again. They need to, they need to cement the victory because they're getting more and more. If the park police are like, God... Can we just enough of this already? Well, and it gets tricky. It gets trickier now too. In fact, I think Ed is with us from uh, D.C. Uh, Eddie, Eddie, are you there? I'm here. Hey, is this uh, the gentleman who is organizing the uh, Jefferson Dance Party? Yes. Ah, excellent, excellent. Uh, so, have you been listening to this cr- uh, critique? I have. Saying you didn't engage in civil disobedience and that sort of thing. Mark's uh, asking the question, is there going to be a round four? Will there be another Jefferson dance party, or are you guys calling it quits? July 4th, we're going to celebrate. Booyah! (laughs) Independence Day. Perfect timing, too. Great Great thought. Yeah, by the way, calling it Independence Day is important, too, as opposed to the uh, the 4th of July. Not that you were saying that that's what it was, but it's a common mistake that people make. So you guys are going to celebrate your independence by going to the Jefferson Memorial for round four of the D.C. Uh, Memorial Dance Party. You got it. <laughs> Fantastic. I'm glad to hear that. So I presume JeffersonDanceParty.info is uh, still going to be the central place to go to get information and the latest on this? Absolutely. So tell me more about what happened uh, or your thoughts or why you were even calling in tonight. Well, I, you know, I just uh, I heard that people had questions, and this isn't going to end. We're not going to let up. Um, we're not going to let up. That's, that's the bottom line. You know, they can, they, they can threaten us and use their, their uh, for, the threats of, of force. Um, we went back uh, that Saturday night for a town hall meeting. We all had a you know, pretty good discussion. Uh, when I left, I had Jason Talley with me and uh, Rob Nair with me. And um, as I was pulling out of the parking lot, a suburban park police vehicle sat there waiting for me to pull out. So I went ahead and pulled out. We're driving along about a quarter of a mile. He's following us. The lights come on. Jason turns on the youth stream live, and and uh, so we stop and and. Um, so wait a minute. So the the cops pulled over a carload of some of the most hardcore liberty activists in uh, in Washington D.C. What were they thinking? You're exactly right. That's exactly what they did. <laughs> and and uh, well, when I get out of the car, he actually he he he, he stops me and. Uh, he, he has me come out of the car. But first, before actually had me get out of the car, we were looking, and there were three police officers behind us having a meeting behind my car. Mm. And uh, so he comes to the window and tells me to get out of the vehicle, and he takes me to the back of my car, and it's actually a family member's car. And um, he points to the license plate light 
and that the license plate light is out. <gasps> okay. And I look over, and there's three police cars behind me. Wow. That's a lot of cops for or, a license plate light Was warning. the license plate light broken, or was it just out? It was out. Okay. It wasn't broken. All right, there's, I'm sure there's more here, so uh, stick with us here, Ed, from uh, D.C. In moments, we'll continue with what's going on in Washington, D.C. with the continuance of the D.C. dance party after a tremendous, what I consider was a success this weekend. I mean, I'm, it's an unqualified success when hundreds of people show up and dozens of people dance for 15 minutes straight without being molested by these aggressors. They did aggress. They did aggress. That's true, but it's not over. More coming up. This is Free Talk Live. The Ruger LC9, compact, powerful, and perfect for personal protection. The LC9 is only slightly larger than the popular Ruger LCP, features a checkered grip frame to provide a secure and comfortable grip, and includes a finger grip extension floor plate. The LC9 also has a dovetailed high-visibility three-dot sight system, blued alloy steel barrel, manual safety, and loaded chamber indicator. The LC9, another innovative American-made product from Ruger. Learn more about the Ruger LC9 at ruger.com LC9. This is Free Talk Live. Dial in toll-free. Bring up anything you want. 800-259-9231. You don't have to comment on the D.C. dance party, but uh, that's certainly what we're talking about right now because it was one of the most exciting events, uh, one of the most exciting instances of civil disobedience that I've seen in my entire life. I mean, it's it was outstanding. Hundreds of people gathering in the D.C. Uh, Jefferson Memorial over the weekend. Dozens of them engaging in dancing for at least 15 solid minutes before eventually the police did uh, manage to finally get their S together enough to come in and figure out a way to break it all up and and essentially herd everyone out of the memorial and shut down the entire memorial to the to all of the public. Uh, which is, of course, what they did uh, the week before, but it was much easier for them because there were only five dancers. This time there were, I would say, well over 50 uh, people that were dancing consistently for quite a period of time. And uh, so we've, we're still kind of recapping that and uh, talking about some of the people that were criticizing it. Uh, the Washington Post claiming it's not even civil disobedience, which, of course, is absolute nonsense. Civil disobedience is any time you publicly break uh, a law. Anytime you publicly break well, a, a, a bad law. What their claim was, and I don't know if you've got the list right there in front of you, that basically it wasn't about discrimination. Right? Is that right? That's the claim, yeah, because they weren't fighting for uh, somebody's race or somebody's gender or something like that or it, their or employment class. status. But I think that it is, and I think that they failed to see that this is about class, that this judge may have ruled that – one cannot dance in the uh, Je- Jefferson Memorial because that's not an exercise of free speech because the government needs to be able to uh, you know, limit certain areas to certain activities. I can understand that idea. But what I know, I know in my heart of hearts that if the government wanted to hold a dance party at the Thomas Jefferson Memorial, that they would let themselves do it. Eddie Freeman is with us here. Uh, he's from JeffersonDanceParty.info, one of the guys who uh, kind of is behind the scenes and in front of the scenes as well. He was arrested last week and was there again dancing this past weekend. Uh, Eddie, are you back with us? I'm here. So they pull you and a carload of liberty activists, including our very own Jason Talley from New Hampshire, uh, the Civil Disobedience Evolution Fund at cdevolution.org. They pull uh, all of you guys over as you're leaving the memorial this weekend. Three cops... Uh, to pull you over for a burnout uh, license plate light. Continue your story. Yeah, that's, that's exactly right. 
Uh, so he, he went ahead and wrote me a uh, warning ticket, followed me from the park, or well, I, we were about a quarter mile from the park, followed me to Roosevelt Bridge until I could make it across the river into Virginia. Wow. It makes you wonder what kind of jurisdiction these guys have. As soon as we were pulled over, as soon as the lights went on, I called Adam, and he had seen the lights already and, and had pulled around to the side of us and put the, put his camera on us and filmed the whole thing. Nice. Just, to, you know, for safety. It's good to have uh, it's good to have activists nearby to where they can come to uh, to your aid, and that's that's always helpful. So yeah, I'm surprised they didn't bother uh, going ahead and actually giving you a ticket in the attempt to get some uh, some extra cash out of you. Because I don't know if they realize this yet, but a lot of uh, liberty activists don't like to pay fines, and I think that uh, that not paying fines, that non cooperation factor, is uh, something that we're going to probably see spread in the future, especially if you've got a mass civil disobedience situation where multiple people are getting arrested and. T- Ticketed. If if everybody who's arrested and ticketed doesn't pay the fine and takes it to trial, that's a huge burden on their system. I don't think they know that yet in D.C. I think I think maybe they didn't want any more evidence as far as the harassment that they're that they may possibly uh, inflict on me. Mm. Um, you know, I, taking that to court, I've, I've got a ticket the day of for for a light being burned out the day of. Uh, yeah. You know this this celebration. So I mean, it's just it's it's completely obvious. Well, the story doesn't end, Ian Mark, guys. Okay. It doesn't end. Um, we come back to the house. Everything's fine, you know. And and we're just you know we're, we are a bit shaken by this. I, I was clearly shaken. Hmm. Well, the next morning, you know, um, I get up to go uh, get coffee and some cigarettes, and I go down to the store. Um, it's you know, several blocks down the down the road there, and uh, I'm heading back home, and there's a Fairfax County cop car following me, and uh, I pull into my apartment, and the cop car follows me into my apartment. Now, point of point of and, clarification: when you guys were pulled over after the protest, it was Park Police that did it. This is the sheriff. Yeah, okay. county county police. Got it. Fairfax County, and uh, so I uh, so. I, I park and uh, I, I've got like a circle drive in front of my complex here, and so they pull in behind me. They drive through the circle complex really slow, and they pull up next to me and slow down even more. And I pull out my camera and I take a picture. Nice. And they take off <laughs> and they go up the road. They go up the up the hill a little ways and pull in through the back entrance of my apartment. So at that point, I took off running through my building and went out the back door of my building to the back parking lot to try to get video this time because I only had, I only had, it, it all happened so fast. Yeah, sure. Um, as far as so, so uh, and so I ran to the back parking lot and they had already left. Hmm. I mean, there was clearly no reason for them to pull in, do a circle, go through the parking lot, and leave. I mean, this is private property. You know, they don't do that. They've never done that. I've been here for two years and I've never seen them just drive through. Our, our parking lot. Right. The only reason leave. they would come there is if somebody called them. That's the only reason they would come to a, to a place like that is if they were on a call. That's a, well. That's exactly right. They they stay on the main road where they 
you know, mostly pop people for running this one particular stop sign. Right. If I you like ever see usually. a cop looping through somewhere, it's usually, like you say, it's their roads. Or, for instance, a cop will maybe roll through a park or, or through a school, like some other government property. Typically, they do make points of going to those places. But to, just to stop and lurk in a, an apartment building complex, as you say, from your observation, it's entirely unusual that they, uh, that they would do that. Do you feel like they were stalking you? I do, and and quite often, you know, usually there's one police officer in a vehicle. Well, this one had two police officers in it, which is very uncommon for me to see here in Fairfax County. It's usually one cop car, one cop, mm-hmm. and uh, this one happened to have two people, two two uh, aggressors in it. Well, you know, it's hard to say what's going on. It could be that these guys are talking to the park police. I do have this one question though is when the park police stopped you the three park police stopped you for the uh the tail light out and then uh, three of them had a meeting behind your car while you videotaped well, them. Let, me, let me say this let me say this real quick um it was a lieutenant that gave me that gave me the ticket he wow. was the one i spoke to a lieutenant were you on park property Um, no, I don't think so. That was a public road. So I'm just wondering if they, the River. if they have the right to even give you that warning. I mean, I, I think a warning is not a problem, but, you know, could they have ticketed you? And I'm wondering if they actually could have. Yeah, I was not in the parking lot. Good I, question. I, I pulled out of the parking lot and I was on the main road. I, I was a quarter mile away from the Jefferson Memorial. Easy. So, uh, Eddie, what else have you, uh, do, do you have to share anything else with us tonight? Um, no, I just I just wanted to uh, put everyone's questions to rest. Good. Um, we're going back out there. And July fourth, Jefferson Dance Party dot info celebrating independence. I don't see a Facebook event quite yet for it. Is that up? Or am I just missing it? Uh, no, it's not quite up yet. Um, and I, I wanted to also uh, describe the event. What we're going to do um, during the day? It, it's going to be once again uh, at high noon. I, I'm figuring. But that night, we're going to do a candle a candlelit vigil for all of those who have died, um, everyone who has died, and, and for the death of the liberty of liberty and what this country seems. That's we're going to do a awesome. Thanks, guys. Thank you, Ed. I appreciate hearing from you. JeffersonDanceParty.info for the latest information. Now, candlelight vigil, that's designed to draw attention. So I wonder if that's also prohibited from the Jefferson Memorial. Free sure Talk This Your Family Today tip is brought to you by Juicy Juice, 100% juice, providing a full serving of fruit in every four ounces. Visit us at JuicyJuice.com. When it comes to nutrition, kids need both fruits and vegetables every day to stay healthy and grow. For the ideal mix, your kid should have at least one and a half cups of any veggie or 100% veggie juice and one cup of any fruit or 100% fruit juice a day. For more tips like these, visit us at Parenthood.com slash Your Family Today. This is Free Talk Live. You can dial in toll-free and take control of the airwaves. Bring up anything you want. 1-800-259-9231. The SACL CAI toll-free line. 800-259-9231. You can join us on our website at freetalklive.com. Once again, that's freetalklive.com. A little bit of good news, by the way, out of the Liberty Dollar case. Uh, We, of course, talked to Bernard von Nothaus from Liberty Dollar, uh, which, of course, he is the monetary architect behind that. Very successful at one time alternative currency that's actually as you know, value backed, silver, gold backed, 
uh, currency. The feds went and they raided his business in 2007. And they arrested Bernard as well as some of his associates. And uh, Kevin Innes was one of the people they arrested. He was from Canada. And so because he was from Canada, they said he's a dirty immigrant and therefore must be held uh, without like bail. two years. Uh, yeah, they held him in a jail cell for two years. He's now been released. And I believe – I don't have the detail in front of me, but it's over. His case is, is done. Um, there's it's wonderful. Yes. His wonderful wife stuck by his side, and it's yeah. uh, it's really a great story. So I wanted to make sure I got that news out there. It's been sitting in my inbox for quite a while. 800-259-9231. More coming up. On Free Talk Live, we do talk about uh, getting gold and silver, whether it's a, an investment, a hedge against inflation, barter currency in case something bad happens. Or Actually, you can use barter currency all the time. I do business in gold and silver whenever I have an opportunity. We've teamed up with Midas Resources to bring you some really great rates, some some of the best rates on the Internet, it's my opinion. Go check for yourself. Go to gold.freetalklive.com. Get the best rate for you. Remember that the customer service through Midas Resources is excellent. Go to gold.freetalklive.com. See what is offered there and uh, check it out. Gold.freetalklive.com. All right. So once again, 800-259-9231. We will, of course, take your calls about whatever you want. It doesn't have to be the D.C. dance party. In fact, I don't know if there's much more to say. I mean, they won. Uh, as far as I'm concerned, they came, they danced, they uh, they danced without any anybody getting their head cracked in or body slammed or arrested or anything like that. And they're coming back for more because there was a bit of a pushback by the police after about 20 minutes where they did come in and they shut down the entire memorial. It took them a long time to get all those people out of there, though. And uh, so I thought it was just an overwhelming success. I was so excited to see that many people coming to Washington, D.C., which is, you know, one of the scariest places to do civil disobedience. I wouldn't want to go to a D.C. jail in particular. They hate civil disobedience in Washington, D.C. Yeah, well, that's why they're following around one of the organizers. I mean, they, they've essentially got, it sounds like they're stalking uh, Eddie Freeman, who we just had on the air a few moments ago, the police coming in his parking lot, rolling through real slow and, you know, basically lurking nearby him, just engaging in unusual, creepy behavior. Uh, that, you should get some video of all that. You know? Well, he tried, yeah. but they'd, they'd left by that point. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's always good to have a video camera on you. But man, when, when something hits, sometimes the camera's still just a couple button presses away. And if it's too fast, you don't get it. Yeah. So we're still having a camera is better than not. And my point being that these D.C. cops probably consider these folks domestic terrorists. I mean, look what they're doing. They're, they are throwing it in the face of the police in Washington, D.C. They're throwing it in the face of that judge who uh, made the ruling that you shall not dance, you shall not speechify, you shall not do anything that we say you shall not do. And that means anything. Because <laughs> you can just stand there silently. And that's pretty much all they uh, they want you to do at the but Jefferson that, Memorial. That's the ludicrous part. Is it's, it's really about organization more than anything. So if you decide to go there and dance, um, what, what's really the difference between that and you know, somebody bringing a busload of kids that are screaming all over the place and climbing on Jefferson's legs and doing whatever. What's the difference? 1-800-259-9231. So your thoughts are certainly welcome here, but I it seems like these are probably the hottest domestic terrorist case the police in D.C. have. They're probably working this real hard because, you know, it's not like they actually have any real terrorism to deal with uh, in this country. And you're going to see more, by the way, of the police calling liberty activism domestic terrorism they haven't done it yet with this but just give them time before long they'll be labeling it that well they need they need some sort of terrorism cases to solve so that they can chalk it up on their right record for successes 
Well, they haven't had a success uh, yet. I mean, their their success was uh, cracking down, I suppose, a week ago when they threw, body slammed Adam Kokesh and arrested five activists. Uh, I guess they probably saw that as a success, and a lot of people probably saw that as a defeat. But again, as I say, anytime you do civil disobedience, regardless of how the police behave, you've won. As long as you're peaceful. And that's why this is such a great example of civil disobedience. One of the reasons why is because everybody was peaceful. Nobody pushed a cop. Nobody got up uh, and, you know... Uh, assaulted the police in any real form. There was one guy that was dancing in front of a cop, and I, boy, the look on that cop's face was just, he wanted, you could tell that cop wanted to just reach out and bust that kid just for, like, hit him. Just, he wanted to hit him. This kid was just dancing right in front of a cop after he'd been pushed out of a certain area. And uh, they, they, I, he was very uncomfortable. Very uncomfortable with that. So uh, he was not having his authority. I respected. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So coming up, July fourth, they're doing it again. Uh, JeffersonDanceParty.info. They're going to take it to the next level. They're going to have a candlelight vigil as well at nighttime. So dancing during the day, candlelight vigil at night, and odds are good more people are going to make a stand at this one uh, and refuse to allow them to shut down the memorial, which may lead to arrests. Who knows? It's. Uh, this is, as I say, one of the most exciting examples of civil disobedience, especially for the fact that they keep going, that they're not backing down, uh, that they're continuing this. And that takes a lot of courage. It takes a lot of uh, stones, especially to do in a place yeah. where they know, tyranny, where they know where the organizers live now, right, where the halls they're in the halls of tyranny in Washington, D.C. So to be able to do something like this there and pull it off with this level of success is absolutely fantastic. Let's go to you and your thoughts. John is in Florida. You're on Free Talk Live. Hello, John. Hey guys, uh, I just uh, all your your talk about this great civil dis- disobedience. Just had to chime in real quick about an ongoing civil disobedience saga here in Orlando uh, regarding feeding the homeless. Um, it's uh, as you guys probably remember, it's illegal to feed home, essentially illegal to homeless in Orlando. Right, and last and, week uh, three people were arrested for it. Right, and then today, uh, as scheduled at 9 a.m. this morning, there was another uh, homeless feeding, and four people were arrested this morning. Oh my it. gosh! And um, they've we we've posted bond for all of them, and they're they're all going to be out shortly. That's but, another um, excellent kind of, choice for civil disobedience, in my opinion. I agree. Yeah, it's, it's great, and and sort of the, the the one the one comment I want to put in on is yes, people are going to get arrested. Um, people got arrested last week. They got arrested today. Uh, we're going to do it again Wednesday, where people or more people will assumably get. Uh, arrested, but the more arrested, the more publicity this whole thing gets, and the more people want to join us and, and and get involved. So it's uh, it's it's a lose lose for the the establishment when they're trying yep. to fight these 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 kind of losing battles, feeding the homeless or dancing. Or they have whatever to lose. They're be. the aggressors. Anytime right. you use force, even if you crack some heads and you beat some people up, you're still losing because in the eyes of the people watching, you're showing yourself for who you really are. You're showing yourself as the aggressor. And if you don't do anything, if you don't crack down, if you don't make arrests, you still lose because then uh, the other side is, is victorious in that they've uh, gotten away with their civil disobedience without any form of, uh, of enforcement. Right. So the city of Land is in a real tough spot right now where they've, you know, they've, they, they kind of hid in the shadows for a while trying not to arrest anybody for this. When push came to shove, they had to come. No media showed up last week. So they did start arresting people. The media was all over the place to this morning and they came back and, and they arrested four people this morning. Mm-hmm. And again, it's, it's going to be a, a snowball effect. Uh, I get, I'm getting calls all night long, uh, Facebook messages, people that want to get involved and people that want to. Wow want to help out and feed the homeless. So, and you guys are just uh, feeding really the homeless in, in a park, right? I mean, it's just We're a just park somewhere. feeding the homeless in a park. And it's yeah. not just the homeless. It's anybody that wants breakfast 
or dead yeah. or whatever we happen to be serving. And yeah. um, it's just it's crazy that they want to try to enforce this. And they they are going to lose. Right? Is, are the homeless? So, you got a kind of a bad cell phone at this point, but are the homeless of uh, crapping in the park? Because that's usually the common, uh, you know, the common objection to this is that well, these dirty homeless people—they're peeing all over everything and they're cra- taking a crap in public—and we can't have this. I've certainly heard those complaints. I, I haven't noticed the cops. Uh, I'm sorry, the uh, homeless people crapping in the park. But the, the reason that the homeless feedings are happening in the park is because the homeless are there anyways. So it's not mm-hmm. like we're bringing them there. They're there anyways, and that's that's why uh, that's the location that that food not bombs and others decide to go out there and feed them. So I know I got a bad cell phone. And let you guys go. Hey, but, it's uh, heroic, John, and thanks for going up. out there and and doing that. Keep us in the loop about that, and hopefully those folks that have been arrested now seven people total arrested in Orlando over the last two weeks for feeding folks. Uh, these people, hopefully they. They won't pay a fine to the government after all is uh, is said and done, and they'll all take it to trial and load up the court system with uh, this nonsense. Thanks for the call. I appreciate hearing from you at 800-259-9231. It's turned into Civil Disobedience Talk Live over the past couple weeks. There's been so much going on. It's really incredible. You guys only talk about New Hampshire. More on the way. <laughs> Free Talk Live. Are you looking for camping, hunting, or shooting gear? ManVentureOutpost.com carries knives, ammunition, scopes, binoculars, laser sights, fish finders, and boating equipment from manufacturers like Aimpoint, Bushnell, Otterbox, Crimson Trace, K-Bar, Remington, Streamlight, Winchester, and more. ManVentureOutpost.com. Family owned and members of the Better Business Bureau. Prices so low, some can't be advertised. Get an additional 5% off with coupon code FTL. Get it quick. Get it from ManVentureOutpost.com. This is Free Talk Live. Dial in toll-free. Bring up anything you want. 800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line. 1-800-259-9231. Coming up, news about the Bitcoin. Looks like the feds have finally gotten wind of it. 1-800-259-9231. Of course, so you can take control of the airwaves. And speaking of Bitcoin, what is that thing, Mark? Yeah, if you're tired of watching the value of the dollar plummet, and you're tired of banks charging you fees, and you want to take back control of your own money, then you should take a look at Bitcoin. But, excuse me, Bitcoin is the world's first decentralized, anonymous internet currency and is gaining popularity every day. And we're going to read a story to you about just what kind of popularity it's gaining. It's free to use, free to accept, and free from inflation forever. You can use Bitcoins anywhere in the world, and their value seems to only be growing with time. Learn more. Visit WeUseCoins.org. I've uh, talked to many people in the Liberty community that believe that Bitcoins are really the thing that could change the face of the world as far as the, uh, the, the ideas of liberty. WeUseCoins.org. If you don't know about Bitcoins and you believe in the ideas of liberty, you need to go to WeUseCoins.org and you need to educate yourself. Yeah, didn't uh, Roger from, uh, from Memory Dealers, didn't he buy a, a Bitcoin billboard somewhere? I don't know. Yeah, I saw that over on his uh, his Facebook profile. He was bragging because it's the very first Bitcoin billboard, and <laughs> it's probably right. So uh, Bitcoin's pretty exciting uh, technology. It is an anonymous digital peer-to-peer currency, although I've heard claim- somebody uh, saw recently someone claiming that uh, Bitcoin wasn't truly anonymous, although I don't know all the ins and outs of uh, of how those that, that stuff works. That. You can you can set Bitcoin up to be um, even more anonymous than than it is by default, uh, just simply for the fact that when you open up a Bitcoin account or wallet or whatever you want to call it, there's no name or anything like that attached to it. There's no identifying information. They could potentially. The, I think what they're saying is someone, if they went to a lot of work, could track IPs and then look up. 
you know, from the IP, try to find your service provider and then and then try to go to that service provider with a warrant and say, oh, who's who is this or whatever. I don't even know if, know if it takes a warrant or not. It might be public. Maybe. But even in that case, there was a court re- uh, court recently that did, I think, uphold the idea that. Just because it comes from your IP address doesn't mean that you can, you're responsible for that. No, don't worry. They'll reverse that decision. They probably will. But <laughs> uh, but all that said, at, at this time, that's, that's that a little bit of good news. decision doesn't serve the government. And Cer- so, it certainly doesn't. It. <laughs> uh, but it's, but it's a, the correct decision right, because it, the idea it, that uh, you, as the internet provider or the internet uh, the person with the, the account, are somehow responsible for every individual who's – I mean, you guys have your laptops here. I don't know what the hell you're doing on them. Uh, mm-hmm. The idea that don't I – Don't you wish you knew? That I – not really. Uh, but uh, the idea I'm that – I'm selling carrots in Farmville. God, please don't do that during my show. Uh, I need more radishes. Uh, I don't know anything dude, about just Farmville. Just do cocaine or something. Okay? <laughs> just, or heroin, maybe. Don't do Farmville. That's not healthy. <laughs> I am serious as I could possibly be about my virtual garden. So I'm my told that, oh, the cafe world or whatever. Ugh. I'm told here by Syphase, one of our producers here, that not uh, all possible anonymity techniques are currently being applied to Bitcoin, but there are services opening up to allow blind Bitcoin transfers through a central pool. But the point that I was making earlier is that anybody can go to a, a websites with these Bitcoins, uh, that whether it's mtgox.com or... Uh, let's see, what's the one with the... Well, we use coins.org is where you get information about Bitcoin. But there are other sites that facilitate the transferring of Bitcoins. So, for instance, the... To each other. Yeah, the Bitcoin okay. address that you share with somebody, say, hey, you can send me Bitcoins here, that may not be even the Bitcoin... Like, you don't even have to run the Bitcoin software to use the Bitcoin. There are websites that will allow you to use their site as the recipient for the the Bitcoins, and they don't require any identifying information when you sign up for their sites. So, I mean, there's a lot of different levels of uh, of protection that can be instituted here. And People are doing all different kinds of things to uh, buy and sell with Bitcoins. You can, you know, go and buy uh, stuff, anything you want at uh, ftl.spendbitcoins.com, and they'll they'll purchase the stuff. Um, all the stuff you need with your Bitcoin. So you can buy anything at Amazon with Bitcoins. Yeah, there's also uh, mybitcoin.com, which just allows anybody to just go and open up a Bitcoin wallet online. You don't have to install the software or anything like that. And so there's a lot of different interesting things that are going on here. But one of the more interesting things is that Bitcoins have skyrocketed from under a dollar, under a U.S. dollar per Bitcoin, uh, all the way up to their current price, I think, tonight of over eight. $18. It's getting incredible. That, that may be something of a bubble, but I, but I think it's it's one of those things that like uh, it's so far it's not it's not turning back around. But um, not really. It might be a bubble, but I think it's still definitely it's definitely uh, very valuable. It's definitely going up in value. It's kind of like I think it could be just like silver, where you'll have a bubble, it'll it'll adjust some, then it'll go back up again. But it's different from silver in that uh, there's no way. That, uh, maybe maybe I'm wrong. Please correct me if I'm wrong on this. I'm not a monetary expert, but this isn't as easily manipulable by the people with bad. Banks like the banks can go out and they can do this uh, thing where they sell silver, but you don't actually get the silver. So right. they'll sell you silver on paper. And what was found out is that these big banks, like J.P. Morgan, I think was one of them, that they're going out there and they're selling silver they don't even have. So essentially, they are playing as it's, though there's more silver to be sold in the market than there actually is. Therefore, it's selling short, uh, I think, is the term, and, ter- and keeping the I, price I, down. Yeah, it's a, it's something you could do with any stock. 
Um, there's, there's silver stocks well, you're out responsible there. for the payment and, when it comes to selling short right you have you you're, you're the, the idea is they're confident they can get that silver and provide it uh later at a lower cost well the game they drive is the price down yeah they're trying to play a game where they make it cheaper and then they run out and buy the silver and provide or they they provide the silver right if you demand um, the silver the, the, the game is that they're hoping you won't demand the silver it's like the old fractional reserve uh, system set up where you know the bank is loaning out money it doesn't have in the hopes that people just aren't going to call it. Right. They're, just, they're not going to call the loan. And so the, these banks, the J.P. Morgans, are hoping that nobody's going to call them on, I want my silver. And if, they keep, if, they, if nobody does call them on it, then they can get away with it. And the people that have called them on it, these banks uh, around the world doing this, the banks have taken weeks in some cases to fulfill the actual order when they aren't supposed to take that long. Yeah, and sometimes you're supposed to be able to go in and check uh, your vault where you're keeping your silver and things like that. And it's not there, is the claims in some cases. So. Or, or they're just, well, we can't let you into the vault yet. Just hang on. We'll, <laughs> we we'll call you in around. two weeks. We've got. We've lost the code. We don't know how to get in. You know. I mean, this is the kind of games that they're playing. But Bitcoin, they can't really do that, can but they? There are a limited number of them out there. It will make it very difficult. It's not like you can just make more, uh, and and it's and you can't make more on paper because what's happening is all the different client. It's a peer to peer currency. Uh, it's verified by millions, uh, possibly, right. or at least thousands of, of peers out there that are verifying all the transactions and keeping up with all the Bitcoins that are in existence. You can't counterfeit so it. It's, yeah, it's, it's not centrally controlled in the way that like FRNs, uh, Federal Reserve Notes, are and things like that. That changes and, a lot yeah. about Bitcoin and how it will be valued. So because the banks can't play with the value by essentially creating fake Bitcoins to sell to people, therefore uh, the banks certainly aren't really even playing in the market at all that I know of. I don't know. Certainly wouldn't hear about it if they were. But it's a totally different world. The Bitcoin and and how it works is completely different from any currency we've seen thus far. And so we can't predict anything. I mean, it's already unpredictable what silver and gold are going to do. We can't have any clue as to what's going to happen with the Bitcoin. No one's done this before. I'll say this much. I've gotten some and people have donated them to me for my site and things like that. And uh, at, at at when they were cheaper, yeah, <laughs> and um and so and they've gone up in value since I've gotten them. And I gotta say, I'm I've had a chance to sell some, and I've been sitting on them. I I'm I'm disinclined to sell mine at the moment. Eighteen dollars right. plus. I think that they. I think that. I mean, they seem pretty. I'm pretty optimistic about them, and I've heard critiques that. Uh, that ba- that some people could sh- try to monopolize them and and that, that fraud could take place, but only on this massive scale. It would take mm-hmm. a massive scale, and it sounded really. I it's it, I was very skeptical Bitcoins of, what they were, of the when I read about you know the, the, the what they're trying to when they were saying trying to make a critique that yes, if a lot of people colluded. Banks could collude to try and defraud Bitcoin. It sounded very not very likely, very unlikely. Yeah. The uh, Mark, it seems like right now it's the most moral currency out there. I think silver gives it a run mm-hmm. because you don't find a lot of the uh, banks holding on to silver. It's just too bulky compared mm-hmm. to gold. gold. I think gold's far more man- manipulated than silver is, but I think silver's kept down by gold, uh, kind of by people's perception and that kind of thing. So I, I think that. I I like bitcoins. I'm I'm accepting bitcoins. Uh, I think it's a one-two punch, really. I mean, having silver and bitcoin seems like a good idea to me. I'm not a financial advisor. But. That's kind of what I see. You know, get some bitcoins, get some silver. It, it helps you to diversify yeah. a little bit. They can't. They, they're not messing with these things that much. You know, is there a bitcoin bubble? I mean, it's certainly up. Eight sure bucks, looks like it. Man, it looks like it's going up, but who knows where ah. it's going to pop. This is the the thing. You never know when these things are gonna. Is it gonna go up higher than eighteen? Come well, back down. That's just the thing about the thing about the price of bitcoins is the and the existence of bitcoins is that the bitcoins are valuable 
because people use them, because they're becoming useful. Yep. And in the beginning, they weren't that useful. There was like some geeks that were doing this Bitcoin thing, and some of them were selling web hosting, and you could buy like a web package with it, and that was about it. There wasn't actually anything in reality that you could buy. Well, now you can buy drugs, buddy. And when, uh, when <laughs> yeah. I saw this news, and I think, Mark, we scooped the mainstream media on the Silk Road. We scoop the mainstream media on everything. Well, I watch CNN, and we are three days ahead of these people. We were weeks, <laughs> months ahead. We, talk about. we were yeah. months ahead on the Silk Road, and we'll talk about the Silk Road coming up here in a moment. Uh, it is the killer app, in my opinion, for yeah. the Bitcoin. People say Bitcoins aren't backed by anything, that they don't have any, they don't have value. And I'm like, that's not true. They're very valuable as a currency. There's more coming up here. Hour three's next. 800 259 We'll tell you what the government people want to do about the Silk Road here in moments in Bitcoin. It's Free Talk Live. Do you want to take back control of your own money? Then take a look at Bitcoin. Bitcoin is the world's first decentralized, anonymous internet currency. And it's gaining popularity every day. It's free to use free to accept, and free from inflation forever. You can use Bitcoins anywhere in the world, and their value seems to only be growing with time. To learn more, visit weusecoins.org. Your dollars are going down. Bitcoins are going up. Weusecoins.org. Free Talk Live. We are launching into the third hour of the program, inviting you to take control of the airwaves. Bring up anything you'd want at 800 259 9231. Once again, that's 800 259 9231. And of course, you can join us on our website, freetalklive.com. The features are free. Uh, we give them to you, and the main feature actually allows you to control the content of the site. So if you find something online that you think is interesting, you want to share it with other listeners, you just go to freetalklive.com, hit the Submit Show Prep button. Uh, there's a form there. In fact, there's actually a little bookmarklet thing that allows you to do it really quickly. Uh, but you basically you submit show prep to the site, and then others vote as to whether or not they like or dislike what it is you've suggested. And uh, you can go and get interactive over there for free over at freetalklive.com. In fact, the top story on the site, thanks to uh, your votes and you submitting things, is this Bitcoin story that we started talking about last hour. And for those of you just tuning in, Bitcoin is uh, a brand new currency, came out in uh, 2008. And uh, Dale, you're, you're pretty excited about this. I, I, wouldn't, I don't know if I'm excited about it. I de- I'm definitely interested. You were jazzed. Uh, during the break, you were telling me that uh, somebody had given you four Bitcoins or something no, like that. Uh, ten, ten. ten Bitcoins. At the, when, when they, they were, were $4, four bucks each. a piece, and that because that's the that's how much it takes to sponsor a comic. And if you'll notice on my comic site, there's Which a Bitcoin anarchy in, ad, anarchyinyourhead.com, anarchyinyourhead.com. There's a there's a Bitcoin ad there that if you sponsor a comic, you get an ad uh, until the next person sponsors a comic. That nice. ad will stay there. It could be there two years. You know, who knows? Um, and sponsoring just means you donate the entire amount for the comic, which is $40. And so I started accepting Bitcoins. They donated 10 when they were 4 bucks a piece, and now those 10 Bitcoins are worth almost $19 a piece. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so, so, yeah, I'm you excited got, about that. So That's instead nice. of $40 for your comic, it's now become $200 Yeah, just for about $200. And, and I think that, you know, I've heard a lot of people complaining. You'll hear libertarians complaining that... It's not backed by anything. That it's they don't have inherent value, and I'm like, that's absolutely not true. That's like saying that that was one of my well, objections it, in the beginning. It, I, that was they, one that I didn't. They get. have utility value, though. Right. They are they, they're useful. They're useful. The 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 infrastructure that has been created, this peer to peer infrastructure, the fact that people are and and the fact that they are 
uh, difficult to, to to defraud. They're convenient. Uh, they're they're there's um, privacy. They are useful as a That's currency value, as, right. a, as as for facilitating trade. It's You're telling programming. me it's not useful to be able to, to to it's not useful to facilitate trade between people. They contain programming. If programming isn't valuable, then let's shut down eBay's uh, account for a right. day. eBay's I mean, not useful either. It's just no, ones and it's zeros. It's not backed by gold or silver. But it's the use. <laughs> right. It's the use. And I did. But to, to, you know, to those folks' credit, that's one of the objections I had at first, because I'm well, used to this silver gold. It's got to have yeah, something you know, sure, tangible. Sure. Uh, and the idea that it's, it's, it's in the digital realm kind of threw me for a loop for a moment, but it totally makes sense. I mean, if you look at the reason but why silver and gold... this is the thing gold, I was telling you all along. You'd say things like FRNs are worthless and no frns aren't backed by anything but please if you don't if you think they're worthless send federal reserve notes known as u.s dollars to me mm-hmm. i'll take them because i don't consider them to be worthless <laughs> right they aren't worthless they're well, worth what people will give for them i am people be s- that think bitcoins are worthless because they're not backed by anything send them to me send by the way bitcoins. Yeah, yeah, right. uh, there's an address on my website <laughs> just just send them to me you know uh, so, oh, by the way, uh, speaking of Federal Reserve notes, just as an aside, I saw something today. It was pretty exciting. The Porcupine Freedom Festival, which we talk about all the time on this program because we're going in two weeks. There's going to be a, a Federal Reserve note burning party at the Pork Fest this year. So there's the bonfire, I think, that happens pretty much every single night or certainly several nights. There's a very, you know, fairly large bonfire where people gather around. Uh, the Silver Circle folks in the Silver Circle movie are throwing a Federal Reserve burning yes. party. Yep. And it's my understanding that is a federal crime. So this is a mass event of civil disobedience. They're going to be handing out copies of uh, fed- like, you know, photocopies. Oh, really? With a, say, oh, I'm going to burn some them. real Federal Reserve notes. You may do so. But Hell they are yeah, not- man. That sounds like fun to me. They I are think not we should burn condoning real ones. that wink, wink, nudge, nudge. Ah, okay. Well, I think that I, I would condone it because I think that's a fine idea because I love civil disobedience, especially when a bunch of people do it. So I think that uh, that'll be fun. You're talking about burning FRNs. Yeah. I don't think that's illegal. I believe that is. You are taking money out of uh, the currency. You're I, taking money I, out of the money supply I without the federal government's permission. I, th- I thought I heard somewhere. and uh, I You're think eliminating debt. You I think can't it was do on that. Saturday Night Live. This was an official, like, reliable source on, from a Saturday Night Live skit. I think I heard him say that you could burn money, and it's not illegal. All right. Well, well maybe somebody knows a little bit a more. Steve Martin. Uh, Steve Martin was uh, in a bar on Saturday Night Live, and he was talking about. Um, uh, they, they, I think. Well, maybe I'm getting them mixed up with a different skit, but, but I'm pretty sure you can burn money, but you All can't right. deface it. Well, let's, ways. let's see. I mean, maybe we, maybe we can do a little bit of research and figure this out. But I believe that the reason you can't do that is because you are not authorized to take that money out of circulation. You are not the Federal Reserve. Well, just not spending it is taking it out of circulation. That's that's not true. It's still well, it's still out there. Uh, you are actually eliminating the, the the note of debt from existence by doing that, and the government doesn't like that very much. So anyway. Okay. Well, I mean, why else would the fe- would Silver Circle mean. be concerned I can, I can about imagine it. them being ridiculous like that. Certainly, it's the government. But uh, I, I, I just uh, so that's correct me if I'm wrong. It's, it's certainly possible that I'm wrong. I've been wrong well, many can times. Can you bury it on a on an <laughs> island out in the deep Pacific that no one knows about? Well, you can burn and it make a, and, and make a pirate's uh, map that uh, you can burn it. Tattoo it to it's your just backside against the rules or something. And this is the thing, you know. So the, it's not illegal. It's against the rules. Well, it's it's illegal. I mean, you can burn <laughs> okay. it. Okay. So, but uh, you know, and what, it's in, it's it's civil disobedience. So to he's burn. asking a bunch of these, uh, you know, pr- sort of preposterous kind of questions. Well, is it okay to demand the? F- I think nickels cost the federal government eight cents to make. Mm. Um, the pennies cost more than a, a, yeah two cents basically to make. So is it? 
wrong or a crime or whatever to it demand is. that the federal to- government give you more coins than you need? No, it's a, but it is a crime to melt them down. Yeah, it uh, is if you melt down melt pennies. Them down. Yeah. Just keep them yeah. and hoard them, though. I mean, you're yeah. going to cost the federal government a bunch of money. So anyway, they don't like you tampering with their uh, with their fiat money system. Back around to uh, the bitcoins, though. They are uh, just an amazing little technology. And, oh, the one point I wanted to make about the value backing, another way to think of it, is the only reason why silver and gold are valuable is because they're useful for things. People will pay you know, for them. If yeah. silver wasn't useful, it would be like oil used to be. Oil used to be a pollutant. It used to be an annoyance to farmers before people figured out how to refine it and turn it into useful things. Uh, then it became black gold after that. But even before if, that, it was just something to pollute your farmland. Even if it were just jewelry, that makes it desirable to some people. But the fact right. that that has utility value makes it even. It adds additional value to it. The fact that it's that creates yet more demand beyond just for instance since jewelry value and things like that. So there's there's considerable demand for both gold and silver, especially, um, and I think silver's undervalued. A lot of people are pointing out there's so much utility value to silver in terms of different products that it's, uh, it's probably undervalued right now. Coming and, uh, up, we'll give you more details about what's going on with the federal government targeting the Bitcoin, targeting the Silk Road marketplace. Uh, we'll give you uh, more information about that, but to your phone calls and uh, to the fun. We go to Kevin listening in Indy to WXNT. Hello, Kevin. Kevin and Indy, going once. Yes, uh, I called Saturday, and I was, I was getting your opinion on uh, the economy, and I think we all agree we're pretty much in a depression. And last week, the statistics that came out, everything was at a rock bottom. And then I asked, you know, your your solutions to how we can overcome this. And I think part of the problem is there is no solution, and a lot of the people we're dealing with, especially foreign countries, they're not playing on a, a level field as, as we want them to. And the reason the dollar is being devalued so much is we're have, we have such a tremendous trade uh, surf, or In other words, we are in a trade deficit. We're not able to trade with other countries um, as they trade with us. We're buying too much of their product. And at the same time, we're spending way too much on wars, etc. I would agree that they're uh, spending uh, more on wars. But what, um, I th- what we were talking about here is sort of free trade versus fair trade. Is that uh, a, a, a sort of an well, accurate? Right. I think, I, think you're, I think what you guys say a lot of times is wonderful in theory, and I agree wholeheartedly. But in the real world, and part of the example was tariffs. When we impose a 2% tariff and the other, China's hitting us with 22% on our products going in there, and India 40 and the problem is, both India and China have two of the most emerging middle classes in the world, and they're going to, that's going to be a huge market force, and they love American goods. But right off the bat, if they're hitting those 40% tariffs, it's totally unfair. Well, a, 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 fair, a fair schmear, I mean, the fa- fair is something that someone else told you it was. Um, you know, the fact is that what's unfair is telling me that I can't uh, import something from China and that, you know, with and I have to pay the government some percentage on that. I mean, Kevin, we'll bring you back here in a moment. Uh, share your thoughts. Continue with that here in a moment. 800-259-9231. The SACL CAI toll-free line. You bring up anything. This is Free Talk Live. Do you have a product or service that you can sell to a national audience? Free Talk Live is a nationally syndicated talk show on more than 90 talk radio stations from coast to coast. We've been named to Talkers Magazine's Heavy 100 list. That's the 100 most important radio talk shows in the nation thrice. And five times the best political podcast from podcastawards.com. You can have access to our 90 plus stations and our large and loyal podcast audience for less than $1,000 a month. Contact me, Mark, at freetalklive.com. 
This is Free Talk Live. You can dial in toll-free and take control of the airwaves here, 800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line. Joining you this evening, it's Ian. And Dale. And Mark. Once again, 800-259-9231. Inviting you to our website at freetalklive.com. We've got archives. If you've missed a moment of the show, click and download. They're yours right there at the top, the last week's worth at the top of the page. And then you click into the archives section to take you all the way back to late 2006. All free for you at freetalklive.com. Have you ever been the victim of an injustice and then decided to do nothing about it because attorneys are just too expensive? Jurisdictionary.com is the course for people who don't have attorneys and for people who do have attorneys and want to keep an eye on what they're doing. It arms you with the information on how to use the court's rules. Till you know the rules, you're fighting in the dark. It works for plaintiffs or defendants in civil or criminal matters in state or federal courts. It costs less than an hour with any good attorney. And the four CD course is so easy, the average eighth grader could learn it in a weekend. Visit Jurisdictionary.com. Download the free tools they have there for you, the free legal flow chart. Get the free weekly tips and tactics newsletters. Use the free legal dictionary. Watch the free videos. Then buy the course. Jurisdictionary.com. Remember to use uh, the pull-down menu at the end of the process. Mention Free Talk Live. And uh, when you check out, just to let them know where you heard it from. Jurisdictionary.com. All right. Point of correction. Uh, Dale, you did a little bit of digging during the break there, and you found some information about burning money. We'll get right back to your calls. But what did you learn? Uh, yeah, it's legal. It's illegal. It is illegal. It's and the bad. punishment is the, punish- uh, the punishment is like six months. Uh, all right, let me find it real quick. Six it's months in prison. Six months. It says, oh, okay, shall be fined not more than one hundred dollars or in prison not more than six months or both. Yep. Now is that per bill? Like if and it's I, enforced if I... by the Secret Service. Mm-hmm. Of course, it's per bill. It doesn't say it doesn't say per bill, but uh, but probably per incident, and they might treat each bill as an incident. I guess they Maybe. do whatever they want. That's true. They do do whatever they want. And now you've got the uh, Silver Circle movie folks announcing that at the Porcupine Freedom Festival that there will be burning of uh, Federal Reserve notes. Mark, you said that they clarified it to say that they're copies of Federal Reserve notes, but knowing the liberty activists. I probably won't be the well, only one throwing be, in a real well, one. Can they get them for counterfeiting if they're copies of Federal Reserve? Uh, they probably have copies stamped on it or something like a Federal Reserve. I don't know what they're going to do precisely. So not, to, is there some way to make it they're not, not be fraud? They're not going to jeopardize they're, they're their not attempting, movie right, right, in right. order to... They're not attempting to be fraudulent, obviously. Yeah. I'm it's telling you, there's going to be more than just me that's going to put an actual yep. Federal Reserve note in that, into the flames of that fire. I would concur with that. Uh, because I know who these liberty activists are, and they're some of the most hardcore liberty-loving people. So we'll continue here with your calls. Kevin is listening in Indy to WXNT. Now, Kevin, you are kind of bringing up this, uh, you know, this myth that the economic problems that the country is facing today, and of course the economic problems are actually kind of worldwide in some cases, many, many places, but uh, that the problems that uh, we're facing have to do with trade deficits, uh, wherein you suggest that the United States is taking more in from other countries than it is selling out. Is that right? Uh, No, not necessarily. What I'm pointing out is I'm just trying to get your solution how to fix the problem, why there's the dollar is losing its value. And so, and what I'm looking at is that was just one example, but like, for instance, if I could elect you guys as czars of the country for a couple of years and just let you have absolute rule, I would say, first of all, you do away with free public education, and that's going to save billions and trillions of dollars right there. And then some of your other ideas uh, that you have for getting rid of, uh, you know, chaos with our medical system, that would free up trillions of dollars. So I'm all in favor of all these ideas. The problem is most often there is some force out there that's in our way of doing this. And and, uh, one example I had was in the tariffs. We can can do a 2% tariff. Let's just say we did zero. 
But when these other countries are hammering us with 20 and 40% tariffs on our goods, that's that's unfair trade. Well, they're hammering their own people evil? in that particular case. Right, because um, you know, what they're doing is they're, close, they're making it more difficult for the United States to open up into that marketplace. But there's the largest marketplace in the world is the United States. So okay, it's always – the tariffs are, it, tariffs are always bad, and, and, and making a tariff here doesn't make it less bad. Uh, you're, you're that's like escalation. About, yeah, it's it's uh, there's a really good um I was going to say Milton Friedman actually writes a really good um uh writes this up really well. I'm trying to remember the book that it was in, but where he talks about why uh it's still bad for us to have tariffs even if other people have them. Yeah, exactly. It's still economically I, I bad for us to do. In, yeah, I don't want to get in an argument with you guys because I'm on your side. So you I, want I, solutions I, then. You want okay. you want a solution for the economic well, woes. Sometimes on this show it gets so frustrating because there are no answers, real answers to the solutions, and and sometimes you get we get off on tangents that. Well, the there are confused. answers. It's just that they seem pie in the sky because of the way the status quo is, because of the how it's things a are. It's not, as it were. Well, how do we defeat the? So how do we defeat the status quo? That's what we need to focus on. Well, it, well, look at what happened if in, the in status DC. Quo is a Gordian Gordian knot. You solve it in the way Alexander solved the Gordian knot. You cleave it down the center, and rather than trying to pull on this piece of the knot and, and that piece of the knot tightens. And this piece, you cleave it down the center. You tell the government it's not allowed to be involved in uh, in, in trade practices between free people. It's not allowed to be in, involved in money. It's not allowed. Right. To the government create- shouldn't be issuing money. The reason that we have inflation right now is because the government has inflated the currency. They have produced more of it. Not because there's a trade imbalance with China. It's because the government is pumping money in the form of uh, ones and zeros, dollar bills, but mostly ones and zeros, out into banks. Banks, um, in order to sort of prop up the the economy that they created a problem with in the first place. Kevin, we got to let you go. Thanks for the call, man. Appreciate hearing from you. We'll continue uh, just a real brief on the solution here. Uh, the, the, the solution. The other is- the other analogy is uh, you know the, there's the, the strike the root website uh, and and the idea is that. You know, you strike at the root of the, of the problem and not at the branches. Well, know? Bernard von Nuthaus tried to do that when he created the Liberty Dollar by creating an alternative currency for people to uh, to go to rather than just using the Federal Reserve note. And of course, the Feds came in and they cracked down on him. Now, Bitcoin yeah. is they they're, they're going to try to do something here, and that's There's what the head of the snake about. with Bitcoin. Right, exactly. It's they can't all, <laughs> they can't yeah. go and get the head guy with Bitcoin because there is no head guy with Bitcoin. You can take out Gavin, who's one of the more visible individuals regarding Bitcoin. He's one of our listeners, uh, but that's not going to stop Bitcoin. Bitcoin's completely open source. It's totally peer to peer. It's completely distributed. So the more monetary systems we can create, the alternative currencies that we can create that are outside of the official channels that are decentralized, as is Bitcoin, because Bitcoin may be the beginning of, of many there may be a, something else that comes up and surpasses it who, yeah, who knows know. uh but uh, the more that we can create outside of the official government system and the more we can use those systems the better the more insulated our businesses become the more insulated our savings uh become from you know the predations of the government because as you mentioned uh, mark inflation is is happening and inflation is an increase in the money supply and that's only something that the the federal reserve can do right. because it, it bears repeating so that people understand inflation isn't prices going up in place inflation is the government printing more money not yeah. really printing they can just release ones and zeros now but Correct. essentially creating more money that's yep. what inflation is 
And that's incredibly damaging to the economy. It's incredibly damaging to you and I because as our paychecks remain relatively the same, the cost of living goes up as inflation typically results in increased prices. So therefore, the things you're buying, like your gas tank, for instance, filling the gas tanks costing people a lot more today than it was uh, you know, a year ago, for instance. And Food. Food's on its way up. Yeah, everything's going to be on its way up as a result of uh, this inflation. But your paycheck's not rising that quickly. You haven't had you haven't doubled the money that you're earning at work and so you keep getting That's more true. behind the ball as a result of that. So moving to alternative currencies is a critical aspect because the Federal Reserve ain't getting audited and it's not going away anytime soon. So we have to do something while they're still doing their thing to create a transition to a more free society. Of course, getting liberty activists together in New Hampshire and having us create our own community is also very important. Sure Three talk DVD, books, music, instruments, periodicals, computers, software, electronics, photo, cell phone, office products, home and garden, bed and bath, furniture, kitchen, pet supplies, automotive, hardware, apparel, shoes, jewelry, grocery, healthcare, sports and outdoors, toys, games, used and more. It's a department store at your fingertips. Shop.freetalklive.com. Get all your shopping done, get a great deal, and a portion of your purchase goes to benefit Free Talk Live when you enter Amazon via shop.freetalklive.com. Talk live, dial in toll free and bring up anything. 800 259 9231, the SACL CAI toll free line 1 800 259 9231. You can join us on our website at freetalklive.com. We give you the features on the site for free. So enjoy those on us. Once again, freetalklive.com joining you tonight. It's Ian and Dale. And Mark. Oh, and by the way, those features include our Shrine of Female listeners, the dozens of ladies who've taken the time to send in their validated photo or video showing they are listeners of this program. Go to shrine.freetalklive.com. You can see the ladies there. And if you are a lady listener, you can get involved over at shrine.freetalklive.com. Ladies, do come first on Free Talk Live. So let's talk to Sarah listening in Florida. Sarah, you're on Free Talk Live with Ian, Dale, and Mark. Hey, guys. How are you doing tonight? Great, Sarah. What's on your mind? Not too much. So I've been thinking about submitting my free talk live photo. I listen to you guys at almost every night. And if I don't listen every night, then I listen, you know, on the downloads and Excellent. everything. But I'm a little bit concerned about sending my photo that I'll be on the hall of shame of the free talk of the shrine of female listeners. You're concerned that you'll be in the hall of shame? Well, I don't, I don't, how do you get there? Well, you have to oh, be fake. <laughs> uh, yeah, so. <laughs> Is it, so at the I mean, shrine. I, I listen all the time, but I, I look through it and the, the credentials are have a photo of you listening to Free Talk Live or a sign that you're holding Free Talk Live, you know. Yeah, there has to be something and, in the picture to, uh, to prove that you're a listener. Right. When we started that policy, uh, mm-hmm. we got people that were trying to fool us by creating, like taking a picture of a pretty girl from online and uh, photoshopping it to make it appear okay. as though uh, she is, you know, actually holding some sort of a free talk live sign. So each one of those, <laughs> each one of those people that you see in the hall of shame, and you know what, it's not explained. So that, <laughs> that explains uh, yeah. why, why you're confused. And maybe this, maybe some text needs right. to be added. I mean, and no, but I read through it and it's like, if you put a fake one, then you won't be on it, blah, blah, blah. But 
I mean, oh yeah, it does say that. Okay, it does. Like it is explained. They're hol- actually holding a, a piece of paper that says "Free Talk Live." Well, they're they're fake in the Hall of Shame as well as on the Shrine of Female Listeners. Right, they're all so fake. I'm, I'm, the reason that we put the Hall of Shame there is because some of them are so good that they're worth sharing, and uh, and some of them were considered real. Uh, many of oh, those yeah. were considered real until somebody actually found the real picture online and sent it in to say you guys got scammed. <laughs> right. is, anyone, been, is there anyone out there who's like good at at detecting fakes and photoshopping details and yeah. things like that? They can look at it, zoom in, and go, mm-hmm. oh, look, they've tweaked some pixels here. We have our. Uh, we have actually have our uh, our FBI cutout at Quantico does it for us. <laughs> I see. So I'm glad we were able to, clar- to clarify that for you. Uh, as long as your picture isn't questionable. Uh, in fact, it's been a long time since we've identified a fake in the Shrine of Females, which means that we'll get five. Of okay, them okay. Because I went on, you know, I see you guys popping up Shrine of Females every now and then, and I'm like, okay, I'll send in my photo, but. How, why is there a, sh- a hall of shame? Right. Well, the know. hall of shame isn't there because these girls have been bad. It's not because they didn't pay their amplifier <laughs> money. It's not because they're ugly. Most of them, I think, are pretty good, pi- good-looking pictures. It's because oh, they're not really listeners. Yeah, that's <laughs> and right. Somebody okay. sent them in, and, and there's really nothing shameful uh, about be- the the girls that are on there because, well, they didn't know that they sent them in. This was right. <laughs> sent in by some fat guy uh, who was sitting in his underpants, you know, be, himself, you know, would be the most, talk live. the most, one of the most epic uh, possibilities for the Shrine of Female listeners to actually have a Hall of Shamer submit a real picture someday. <laughs> Say, hey. Yeah, that would, that would be fantastic. Yeah. You know, they just completely nullify their Hall of Shame. <laughs> right, to actually actually become a listener five years later and see, them, see themselves <laughs> on the Shrine. Know. <laughs> so well cool i just wanted to you know see what was up and make sure i can send in my photo great sarah yeah we'll, we'll look know, forward not be to accidentally put in the hall of shame fantastic <laughs> we'll look forward to uh, seeing you there at shrine.freetalklive.com anything else you want to share tonight um happy monday thanks and uh, i hope everybody has a great night we'll do thanks for the call i appreciate hearing from you and again shrine.freetalklive.com for details on What's all about? Yeah, there is one gal who's, I believe she's, uh, I can't remember which section she's in. She's either in the validated section or the amplifier section. I'm not sure which one. But she was so hot that we decided that she must be fake. And uh, she actually had to send in corroborating evidence um, in order to <laughs> yeah. uh, to be able to stay in the... Uh, How could a free talk live listener be that hot? Right? Well, <laughs> Come the girl, on. The girls really? model hot. And there was no doubt about it. It was, it was, it was kind of funny. All right. So let's continue with you, your thoughts and go to i believe we've got uh, randy listening in virginia to wtar hello randy hey how you doing guys hey, what's I, up uh, I, just, I just got a quick question yeah. um you're a lot about this four trillion dollar deficit what mm-hmm. is all this money going to what's happened in the last 10 years that's caused us to have to quadruple the amount of money we're spending i mean is it going to wars i hear that such a small percentage goes to foreign aid uh, what's going to war? What's going to welfare? Well, we're and not spending why the hell it, so are we let's spend four trillion dollars. Let's I make sure you say, ask the right question. question. We aren't spending. Why? It's not why are we spending well, it? Because the government, excuse right. me. Why right. is the government? What is this money? 
going to. Well, wars are extra- extraordinarily expensive, and they add almost nothing to the economy. When you build a bridge, people can drive over it and get back and forth. When you build something that goes kaboom, is all you get is little pieces uh, usually embedded in people's property or bodies. And so, you know, it doesn't it doesn't create anything. So the 50, more than 50 percent of the what they call discretionary budget that's spent on wartime activities, and I'm not sure that that actually covers like veterans' uh, pensions and uh, VA stuff, but it, it may very well. Well, um, that stuff, and that's what I'm wondering is, I mean, is, it, is that primarily what all this money is going to? There's is, also been a lot of, uh, you know, infrastructure programs that went on. It's to, warfare and welfare, man. Yeah, I warfare and welfare. That's the, those are the, uh, the staples of the power and the, the structure of the state. And but, there's nothing checking. Them there either. has been a deficit every single year uh, that we've been. Wait, you're talking about debt, not for, deficit. Deficit. I'm talking, talking about a deficit. It's a four trillion dollar deficit. The, no, the, de- the four trillion dollar deficit, I believe, was was this year. It's close to four trillion, isn't that right? Yes, yeah, that's what I'm talking about. Right. Oh so, wow. That, the, so that's added into the debt. That's then, added right? into the debt, which is I think yes. like fourteen trillion. I don't have the numbers okay. here in front of me, but it's some tremendous yeah. number. And and it never stops because they always raise the debt ceiling, and uh, and so they just keep digging themselves into a hole and of course they're not digging themselves in because they're not responsible for what they do they'll be they're going to sail home on a sweet government pension earning you know one hundred fifty thousand dollars a year or whatever it is that they were getting I, get, I understand that but i mean you, you take the entire you know military infrastructure that we have every soldier and you add up the salaries of all these soldiers and the cost of the equipment is it really that much i mean you know my family was military for years i know that Aircraft cost a few million bucks a piece, but a trillion dollars to wrap your mind around that. Yeah, it's my understanding, and I read I this. A hundred billion dollars is so fun that that will that take us to Mars. Okay, but so let's talk about trillion? Afghanistan. Just a couple of things I know about what's going on in Afghanistan. Do you understand there aren't any Texaco stations out in uh, you know the the deserts of the Tora Bora and you know these mountains and that kind of thing? They've got to truck this stuff in. And as I understand it, once they've you know moved it by boat, refined, brought it over here, refined it, and then brought it back over there in order to uh, get it to people, that it is. This is the number that I read in the news, $200 a gallon for diesel. And then that God. diesel's used not only to run trucks and uh, helicopters and whatever else it's, it's, it's running over there, but they're running by giant uh, generators. These generators are air conditioning tents. Tents. Yeah. Okay. And now this is this is on top of the, the money we spent on the infrastructure to get the oil out of the ground. And then on top of the money we're paying them to take the oil that we paid for the infrastructure to get out of the ground, this is on top of all of that. They're, I'm afraid they're not very good stewards of money. I I, I don't know if you've uh, figured that out up up to this point, but I certainly. Oh no, no, I have, and that's why I'm asking the question. <laughs> yeah, is, I mean, I mean, with fourteen it, trillion dollars, you can the richest man in the world doesn't have fifty billion dollars. Yeah. And for fourteen trillion to be floating around and four trillion deficit. I just don't understand those numbers. It's, it is. That and that's, that's something that's important to them. They don't, it's, it's good if you can't grasp it because then it's well, just well, Nobody like, can grasp it. Well, right. It's too big to grasp. But if you wrap your head around it, you'd realize the government's about to implode. But that doesn't stop them from doing what they're doing with it. It doesn't stop. They want you to not be able to be uh, you know, cognizant of what that in, entails because then you won't have any idea what, what Dale's saying here is that this is a financial nightmare as a total disaster and every one of us is going to pay the price as long as we can Continue to using the Federal Reserve notes. I thank you for the call. There's more coming up here with the remaining moments of Free Talk Live next. 
This program is brought to you by Freekeen.com. Freekeen.com features audio, video, and blogs chronicling the transition to a voluntary society. Freekeen.com also has comments and discussion forums so you can be heard. Freekeen.com. Talk live. Moments remain. If you are not on the line already, then I don't know if we're going to be able to get to you. But if you are on the line, we'll do our best to uh, sneak in here in the remaining moments. And if you aren't, you can call us tomorrow night because we do this show live six nights a week. And then, of course, our internet-only uh, show is also Sunday nights, so you can actually get Free Talk Live all week long. Go to freetalklive.com to enjoy our website and enjoy it for free. And if you like the show and you want to help support Free Talk Live, become a Free Talk Live amplifier for as little as 3 bucks a month with any major credit card through PayPal or Visa or MasterCard right on our website. Go to amp.freetalklive.com to get signed up. Uh, once again, that's amp.freetalklive.com. You'll get perks like access to the AMP-only call-in lines, the AMP-only forum, uh, the AMP-only podcast, and at the Porcupine Freedom Festival, I hear rumor that uh, Jason Osborne from SACL CAI has a special something uh, for any Free Talk Live amplifiers that show up to his party. That's right. <laughs> Don't miss the SACL CAI. Which will probably be all week. Yeah, that's how Jason parties. Yeah. Uh, it's the fun compound at Pork Fest 2011. You get your drink on, play some cornhole. That's the game with the beanbag. The uh, fun compound will be the home of uh, Fix Brewing. You can get your custom, custom, customary, customized, customary. You wrote it. I didn't write it. I got it from <laughs> you. Printed it. That's true. Limited run pork fest commemorative beer mug. Fill it with a tasty beverage. Try the uh, sticky porcupine, the Molotov, Molotov Hefe, or even the gluten free. Also featuring the agorous drinking fountain. Wake yourself up with a spicy Bloody Mary. Chill out with a. Ice cold glass of Atlas Chugged or Liberty. Get your lady where she's trying to go every time with a tall El Borne. That's a dangerous drink. (laughs) Located directly across from the outdoor stage, the fun compound will be the place to party at Porkfest 2011. Sickle CAI fun compound, liquor in the front, cornhole in the rear. If I'm not mistaken, the El Borne is something like six different types of liquor mixed together. Is it the equivalent of six drinks, you think? Something like that. It's yeah. a little like a Long Island iced tea, only worse. It's a, yeah. Yeah, it's bad. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> Got to be very careful with a beverage like that. But, so. My Pan Galactic Gargle Blasters were three different drinks. We were equivalent to about three drinks, and everyone said they just tasted like Sprite. Yeah, those were good ideas. <laughs> that was, that's what's dangerous about them. People were just chugging them like, oh, this is really mild drink. I'll just have several of these. So come on out to the Porcupine Freedom Festival. Go to porkfest.com to get registered. We're going to be there starting in two weeks from today. Two weeks from tonight, we're going to be broadcasting live for the first night of the Porcupine Freedom Festival. We continue with you and your phone calls, though. We go to David listening to WGMD in Delaware on the FM band. Hello, David. Good afternoon, gentlemen. Hey. I mean, good evening, gentlemen. How are you? What's on your mind tonight? Um, I just want to make a comment, please, about Congressman Anthony Weiner from the state of New York. Okay. You've heard about all his uh, escapades during the last week, right? I really haven't. You know, I do. Uh, I got on the radio. I've got the story here. Yeah, I got on the radio right. recently, and somebody asked me about it. And I was like, "Who?" Because uh, I don't pay attention to these Congress people. Uh, but uh, I hear this guy like took a picture of his penis or something. Uh, he not only did that, but he sent them. Originally, he said last week that he wasn't responsible for that. <laughs> but then, but then today he came out and said he did make a mistake. That he in fact did send those photos to this um, uh, individual, this girl, apparently in Washington State somewhere, and he was also in touch by email over the last several months. 
Uh, he, he was just recently married, but before that, he was in touch by email with several other women, and after he was married, he did the same thing. This man, Mr. Weiner, should resign immediately. Well, Why? How many, he he how lied. Many? He lied, sir. He well, lied. Yeah. He told does... the nation. He lie. told his family, and he told his um, um, uh, wife something that was not true last week. Okay. He's, so, he said that he didn't know anything about this. I agree. He but did then, everything but say, hey, a black guy he, did it. Hold on. Wait, wait. I, but I guess my question is this. How many <laughs> of these uh, sinecritters and uh, con- Congress slugs don't do this? How many I of them kn- don't do it? He got I caught. Knew, I, I knew you were ask, going to ask that question. I do not have an answer for you. I don't think anybody this could. Man, this man is despicable. I, I, he should resign immediately. But he they got, all lie. Just he like got all the lying. sex offenders in the Congress, not sex offenders, but the people who, had, who have committed these heinous events, they resigned immediately. This man, Mr. Weiner, and that is his name, um, <laughs> Anthony Weiner. That's funny. He That's should common. resign immediately, period. Okay, I hear, I hear what you're saying, and thank you for the call. I appreciate, I appreciate hearing from you. But I, this is what I don't understand about this. They all lie. And the idea that one of them lying about his penis... Oh, my God, Mr. Weiner said his penis was five inches, and it's actually three. Uh, you know, he told a lie, and he should resign. Uh, what, okay, okay, they lie about things that are much more important... Like, for instance, Barack Obama saying he's going to but, close down Guantanamo Bay and then not uh, not doing they, that. They all I, I agree with you. Ending on, the war in Afghanistan, then not doing I that. I agree that those things are more important. But how? what kind of relationship do we have in the United States around politicians that tell lies? I'll tell you, the average person doesn't care. Doesn't care that Anthony Weiner told a lie, and the fact is, some people care. This is apparently a big deal. It's no, like top mostly news I would say mostly uh, Republicans that want to, you know, kind of shake up the Democrat. Uh, yeah, sh- shake okay. up the Democrat Party. This guy is ultra liberal. Um, See, that's just it. I don't know. Out there, you know, it's I, not know like I, I know you don't. It's not like I'm the partisan who are or anything. Upset about it are people who. But who don't like him already? And uh, right, and yeah. that's the, or or his party. I think but, it's the same thing with Bill Clinton. The, the, I, what I find here is, is right, and I find that you know people don't really care about politicians lying about their personal life, but we know that we already feel like politicians tell lies all the time, and it's it's this funny relationship that the American public has developed around politicians. These. What? People are lying thieves, and, and I think it's, it seems like it's okay to everybody. And I don't think it is. I think this guy's right. It's Anthony okay Weiner should to lie. The people, the people, what happens is people are so concerned. They're, they're, it's a team mentality. The, he's part of their team. The liberals are looking at him. He's part of their team. They got to look after their guy. It's like the thin blue line in the police. They got to take. They got to. They got to mm-hmm. watch his back. Like it's it's it, yeah he might be bad but he's not as bad as a Republican getting in there and and the Democrats are going to come to his defense the Republicans are going to attack him just like Bill Clinton uh you know flip it around if a conservative does it the Democrats are going to go nuts about it the Republicans are going to defend him that that's the dynamic of this two party system is that that you know they're always defending their team so it's, no matter I don't what think they it's, do I don't think this lie about sex is any more important because it's about sex I don't think it matters that he told but that's what a people get all upset about. 
People get all upset in this country about politicians cheating and politicians taking pictures of their penis, but nobody seems to care about politicians sending people to their doom or politicians stealing money hand over fist from uh, from the American people. They don't get whipped up about that. It's when a guy takes a picture of his penis or a Republican gets caught having you know sex in a, a bathroom stall with uh, you know some teenage boy. But the caller pointed out, and I think, and I don't know a case where this isn't true that. All Republicans have resigned after getting caught in sex scandals. I don't know. Whereas Democrats don't, and so there's this sort of difference in the two. It's just hard for me. It's just hard for me to care about an issue like this. It's hard for me to care. They're all scum, as far as I'm concerned. And because one of them took a picture of his penis, doesn't make him any more scummy. It's just that he got caught. Uh, We continue here with. uh, Let's talk to Richard in New Hampshire. You're on Free Talk Live. Hello, Richard. Richard in New Hampshire, going once. Richard, hey, how are you guys doing? Hey, what's on your mind tonight? Uh, not much. I was just want to let you know I was at the uh, Manchester police demonstration on Saturday, where they cracked down and arrested seven uh, liberty-loving people, at, at least seven, I think, uh, for uh, eight. eight eight people. I'm sorry, eight people for uh, essentially protesting and engaging in free speech. Uh, yeah, okay. it was actually it was my first uh, liberty activist event I've ever attended. Oh wow! Throwing yourself to the wolves. How was that? It was uh, unfortunately exciting in the wrong way. Hmm. Did you get arrested? And I did not get arrested. Okay. Um, and I also did not get my camera confiscated, although oh, I thought I was going to do a few times. So what did you but want I, to share? I, um, I just wanted to let you know, people know that I was out there, and it was, uh, it was, is to just if you if you want to get active, just go out and do it. I'm generally a pretty shy person, but I'm tired of watching other people do stuff for me. But would you have done this where you come from, and where do you come from? I'm I'm in I live in Manchester. I'm about a ten minute walk from the police station. Oh, okay. So you were you're a New Hampshire native? Yes. Oh, okay, cool, cool. How did you find out about all the stuff that was going on? Um I, I've been I'm following Cop Block and uh Free Talk Live on Excellent. Facebook and everything and it just you know, it was there and I was like, you know what, I'm I'm tired of watching everybody do things for me. I'm gonna go do it. Good on you, man, and keep getting out there and I appreciate the call tonight. Let's talk to Paul in South Carolina. And if you like what's happening up here in New Hampshire, if you're excited by the activism you hear about Get your butt up here. Make the plans to uh, make the move. Come to Porkfest. See what it's like. I already know that uh, one big liberty-minded activist, I can't name who, is going to make the move after the Porcupine Freedom Festival, which is pretty exciting. So uh, anyway, let's continue with Paul in South Carolina. Paul, uh, you've got the last uh, final thoughts here on the show tonight. Yeah, I just want to talk about Bitcoin. How that congressman is talking about, uh, he's calling it uh, money laundering, and he's trying to get the Fed to look into it. Mm. Not wondering how long it's going to be before the Fed is, Call it like domestic terrorists. You're doing bitcoins or transferring them. Good question. I would imagine it will be labeled domestic terrorism very soon because they've already labeled people that use the Liberty Dollar as uh, domestic terrorists. And I wish we had more time to talk about it, but we'll make a note. We'll talk about Bitcoin and the federal crackdown that they're going to attempt here. That they're bust- they're blustering about it right now. The politicians are oh, we've got to stop this. There's people selling drugs. Uh, so we'll talk about that tomorrow night and online. In the meantime, at freetalklive.com. Don't forget Dale's site, flamingfreedom.com. See you then. So you've got bitcoins. We've been talking about them here on the show. Lots of people have been buying them recently. The popularity has been surging. But what can you do with them? Well, you can spend them. And you can spend them on all your everyday needs at ftl.spendbitcoins.com. Through ftl.spendbitcoins.com, you can purchase all the stuff you need with your bitcoins. Why have bitcoins if you can't spend them? So spend them if you've got them. That's FTL, as in freetalklive.spendbitcoins.com. FTL.spendbitcoins.com. 